Welcome back to season three of Real Talk and Whatnot. My name is Micah Dealey, and if you're new here, this is a show where I highlight the talented individuals that live within the Central Valley of California, as well as people in general who are passionate about what they do. Now, before we get into today's sponsors, we're going to talk about the way that the show kind of is. So generally, the show starts off with a few ad reads, then it goes to the intro of the podcast. If there is a performance, the performance will follow that, and then the podcast will begin. So just giving you guys the lay of the land here at Real Talk Studios, and then also... uh, uh, the way that the seasons are going to go on from now on. So last year was the first year, so we're a little all over the place. But the way that it's going to go on from now on, it's from February to June. We're going to have one episode every single week, and then from and that will be season three. And then from August to the end of the year will be season four. So just kind of giving giving you the lay of the land, how we do things here at Real Talk Studios. Now let's get into today's sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Marcus Rodriguez. If you're looking to buy or sell your home in this competitive market and you're not too sure where to start, look no further than Merced's preferred realtor, Marcus Rodriguez. He will make the transition go as easy as possible and you can reach him at 209-554-1715. Again, that's 209-554-1715. Visit his website, www.myagentmarcus.com or email him at info at myagentmarcus.com. This podcast is also brought to you by Duffy Murphy. Whether you need studio time, mixing and mastering services, or someone to clean up your podcast audio, he's your guy. And trust me, because he's my guy. (laughs) Now, you can get a hold of Duffy by emailing him. His email is duffy.murphy at yahoo.com. Once again, that's duffy.murphy at yahoo.com. Or you can find him on Instagram. That's at Duffy Murphy. This podcast is brought to you by Thor. If you're in the Central Valley area, and you're looking to get a tattoo, look no further than this dude right here. He's a versatile artist that specializes in black and gray realism. He's located in Merced at the Merced Tattoo and Pearson Company, and if you'd like to get in contact with him, the easiest way to reach out to him is through Instagram or stopping by the shop. So his Instagram is at underscore Thor with five E's, so that's at underscore T-H-O-R-E-E-E-E-E. And once again, thank you guys for tuning in to Real Talk and Whatnot, a Central Valley podcast. I am your host, Mikey Dealey, and I'm a filmmaker and photographer based on the Central Valley of California. Um, if anybody out there needs any wedding films, commercial work, photography work, real estate videos, real estate pictures, music videos, anything in between, let me know. I'm your guy. You guys can t- contact me at 209-769-4596. Once again, that's 209-769-4596. Email me at, it's micahdealey at gmail.com, micahdealey at gmail.com, or find me on Instagram if you want to check out the show, see all the promos and everything else. It's micah.dealey, that's M-I-C-A-H dot D-I-E-L-E. And before we get into the intro, you guys, we're going to do this little segment. I don't know what it is. It's going to be me basically complaining about something or laughing about something. And I don't know what to call it. Maybe Micah's mind, mind of Micah. That's definitely a rip off of Mind of Mancia, but he ripped off other people's jokes. So I guess I could do that. Anyways, uh, we're just going to see this little bit that I made up. And so, I don't know, listen to me, do whatever I'm going to do. What we do need to talk about is this movie called Ambulance, you guys. So basically it starts off, Jake Gyllenhaal's best friend. His best friend comes back from the military. He's like, uh, I need to get money. Gyllenhaal's like, I can't believe the army wouldn't pay for this. I need $213,000. How about we get more? Michael Bay directed this movie. The movie goes on and they go on their heist. And of course, shit goes bad, obviously. They're like, don't shoot a cop. What happens? They shoot a cop. The cop ends up in an ambulance. But guess who else ends up in the ambulance? Jake Gyllenhaal and his best friend. They get into the ambulance. The girl's like, I'm not leaving this cop. And they're like, well, then you're coming with us. So from that point on, they're 
in this ambulance and there's some weird sexual tension between Jake Gyllenhaal and this girl and she's just like you think you're so tough with that gun don't you Gyllenhaal pushes her and his friend just keeps looking back like hey don't do anything I'm like hey you guys are already shot a cop and you're already running from the police what outcome do you think this is gonna be Gyllenhaal is out the passenger side with the freaking AK just shooting at these police helicopters and then the camera goes to the sky and it just says ambulance that's so fucking stupid and we're back. Thanks for tuning in to Real Talk and Whatnot. I'm your host, Micah Dealey. And if you're new to this podcast, this is a show where I highlight the talented individuals that live within the Central Valley of California, as well as people in general who are passionate about what they do. Now, if you want to keep up with the show and see it as many ways as you can, make sure you are subscribed to my YouTube channel, the first thing you guys can do. So type in Real Talk Studios, type in Micah Dealey, M-I-C-A-H dot D-I-E-L-E, and make sure you are subscribed to Real Talk Studios. That is my YouTube where I post, you know, all these podcasts where I post the performances and where I post most of my professional work as well. So make sure you follow me there. And then if you guys also want to see all the promos for this stuff, you can find me on Facebook. Just type in Micah Dealey or Real Talk and whatnot. That'll come up. Or follow me on Instagram, Micah.Dealey. That's M-I-C-A-H dot D-I-E-L-E. I'm definitely most active on Instagram. So if you guys want to reach out to me there, talk to me. If you're interested in coming on the show, you can go to my website, MicahDealey.com. But just really happy to be back in the studio. Really happy to be recording these intros again. So let's just get into today's, today's episode. So in this episode, I'm joined by Terrell Green. Now, Terrell is born and raised in Fresno, California, and he is actually an author of a book called Against All Odds, where he talks about his uh, trials and tribulations throughout his life. And it, it's just a great book, you guys. It's it's a small little book. It's uh, I think it's about 50 pages, and it's just a testimony to his life. And I can't recommend it enough. It's called Against All Odds by Terrell Green. And I definitely recommend that you guys go check that book out. It's such an amazing book. And we talk about everything in his book on the podcast today. So if, if you don't want to read it, don't worry, we talk about everything as well. So it's a it's a great conversation. And Terrell is also a social media comedian. He uh, is an influencer, content creator, whatever you want to call it. He makes these great, funny videos. And uh, so Terrell has over 2 million fans on Facebook, over 400,000 fans on Instagram, and his TikTok keeps getting deleted so come on tiktok stop deleting people's shit but uh you know it was a great conversation and it just we, we relate a lot you know we both make videos uh differently but it's just cool to to meet someone and figure out what drives him and it's so cool because somebody who had all these hardships in their life still grew up to be able to make all these other people laugh and it's just a great great to see that he has used his struggles and his trials and tribulations, and he has turned them into a positive light that impact other people. And so I can't recommend this book enough, you guys. It's called Against All Odds by Terrell Green, and I'm just so excited for you guys to hear this podcast. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Terrell Green. This is it. Real talk. What not? Real talk. That's real talk. Cheers. Thank you for being here, man. Cheers. Yes, sir. And so, uh, why don't you introduce yourself so for people who may not know who you are, Terrell? Uh, my name is Terrell Green. I'm a content creator, uh, influencer, and also a published Arthur book author. Mm-hmm. And then how did you kind of like get into all this? Uh, well, it started in the Vine era. Oh, dude, I, I love Vine. Oh, dude. I forgot what year it was. What year was that? 2000. 
11, 12? Yeah. Something like that. I was coming out of high school, but everybody was making them. What year did you graduate? 2012. Okay, I was 2011, so we're right there. I think they got rid of it in 2013 when I got on board, and I was like, man, I got to do something else. So I started making Facebook videos and Instagram videos, and then my Facebook video that I created went viral. Uh, New, oh, okay. Year, New Year's Day. What like, video was that? Was it like a reaction? It was like reaction? A, a reaction video with some girl that used to like clap her thighs. Oh, Char- I think her name is Charlotte. Shout out to her. <laughs> and there we go. Yeah. Uh, Without and, her, who who knows where we'd right, be? Right. <laughs> uh, and it, all my friends went out on New Year's, and I'm like, man, I'm gonna stay in. Like, I'm gonna start my year off how I wanted to. Uh huh. In. So I stay home, made the video, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna post it. Uh, Eleven o'clock in the morning. January first, uh huh, and I did oh, it, and okay. it went viral. So it was like strategic. And what uh, what year was that again? Sorry, two thousand and fourteen. Fourteen, and you had originally made it for Vine first. Not Vine, they got rid of Vine. Oh, but you were kind of messing like, with that's Vine. That's when I started on okay, Vine. I was messing gotcha. with Vine. Like that's how Vine was weird because it was like you had remember you like had to record like on the app, to, yeah, and so then you hold it, then let go, let go, hold it, then let go. So so my it was pretty like <laughs> that's when my editing skills started. Like was, that, that kind of got it, you. It was kind of crappy. It was crappy at first, but. Me being me, I'm like, hey, I got to get better at it, my editing. So mm-hmm. When I was able to upload and edit, it was better. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And so they kind of started with that, and then you kind of got a little buzz. And you said, so when your first video went viral, like how many views was that? And then no, when? No. Millions. Millions? Yeah, it was in the millions to the point where like I check my inbox every day. Like people from sweet, like different countries, they'd be like, oh, I love your content. Really? I love you. And like, it went crazy from there. That's when I was like, okay, I'm going to keep this up. I, yeah. I just don't want to be viral off one video. I and uh, were you like always like f- growing up, were you like funny and stuff? Or like, you know what I mean? Class like, clown, class like clown. getting in trouble, but I've always been quiet too though. I'm quiet, but like when I get comfortable, like mm-hmm. that's when You're I You're reserved, up. but then you open up. Yeah. That's kind of cool. And then, uh, so you, you, you started with Facebook, transitioned over to Instagram first. Start, I had both of them at the same time, mm-hmm. but Instagram, like, it was slow. And mm-hmm. Facebook was faster. Yeah, I, you like, right now, like, right now, like, right, yeah, I got a fan base on Facebook. Like, right now, I got 2 million on Facebook. Oh, and, really? Yeah, half, had, like, 400,000 on, 400, on Instagram. So. Oh, really? I didn't realize that. Instagram that. starting to pick up because, like, Snoop Dogg shared my post, like, Oh, really? Three times. Which two, one? Was Uncle Earl? Or? No, nah, Earl knew uh, Snoop Dogg shared my post, like, two years ago. So Really? Yeah. That's fucking dope. Yeah, so I got a lot of uh, NFL players, famous people following me. That's sick. After that. So. Dude, that's fucking dope. And then, uh, so speaking of Uncle Earl, when, <laughs> what, like, when was he born? Because I feel like he's uh, quite popular on your page, you know? Earl was born last year. Last year? <laughs> that character was born yeah, last year. Yeah. But he, he's born in like the <laughs> 50s probably. Yeah, yeah. And then how did you kind of think of Uncle Earl? It just came to you one day or? I was doing a, 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 a TikTok. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know Ike Turner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, his character and uh, Tina Turner, like the, I was just doing the TikTok and I had his wig on, and I, uh, you know, had to acting like him, like he was on coke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I posted, it and people was loving it, and I was like, man, let me throw this wig on one time and act like a character. Yeah. And I did it, and they was they was loving it, so I just kept it going from there. Yeah, that's cool. Because yeah. I, I I really like his. His are pretty funny. The package yeah. sale was pretty funny. And then oh, yeah. you posted one the other day, and I, I think I laughed pretty hard at that one. It was like uh, you like walked in, and the cat was going crazy, and then, Earl. 
Yeah. Or, or oh no. Reaction. I think it was just a reaction. Okay. Yeah. The, you walked uh, in. The, the cat was going crazy. Then you looked over there, and there was another reaction another, going on. And yeah. then you go outside, and I forget what's going on. That was, yeah, I made that the other day. Yeah, like, that I went was... outside. The kid was holding the cat. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. That's my that's my homeboy uh, kid. I was oh like, really? Bro, let me get this video. Really? <laughs> that's hella funny. Because and I was actually thinking that because I was like, I don't know, like, because obviously they some of them could just be obviously snagged off the internet anywhere. Most of them is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it's like you're reacting to the... some people like volunteer like, hey, can you post this? Sometimes I. <laughs> Sometimes if they're good enough, I do. And then, it, yeah, if it goes with whatever. My, my you're friend, to he posted that video on his story. I was like, bro, can I use it, please? <laughs> your son is crazy. He's holding the cat like this and dropped him. That's funny. That's funny. And then I feel like like you're saying Instagram's kind of catching up to Facebook. Yeah. And I think it's almost like I feel like because of reels or reels are really like what's going on. And so since reels have come around, have you started using those more? Just because it's kind of I feel like it gets your stuff seen a little more than a post. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, f- Facebook actually bought Instagram so that's probably why like it's catching on yeah too. like everything's the same but reels they are they offering content creators money to create reels like they tell you something like what's today's date uh today is the 22nd or 22nd third? okay they're like okay today the 22nd you got till January 22nd to get 1.9 million views on all, all your, your stuff reels. not just one reel but you could post heck of reels and if you get a million views on all those combined you'll make like let's X say, amount they yeah like and they kind of do they, they said like a thousand dollars and I got my they offered me a thousand dollars to make to uh 1.9 million views and I got that in like a couple of days I was gonna say most like, of your stuff has at least five hundred yeah 000, I'm like honestly. can y'all like give me a bigger price yeah price? can I like yeah Facebook Facebook was offering thirty five thousand for reels to get a certain amount mm-hmm. and Instagram a thousand so I'm like. Well, have you tried YouTube Reels yet? You know how YouTube... They got Reels on YouTube? Dude, you're... Bro, I need to catch up on YouTube. Dude, your stuff, and I, I don't know But how, it's like people posting my videos on YouTube. It's like when I post videos, they don't get as much views as theirs because they don't think who I'm the real to real. That's sad. Oh, yeah. No, dude. I bet you anything... because So they have this... Uh, I can just show you, honestly, right now. And I have only seen it on the app. I have no idea how it I works. I knew that. But uh, yeah, it's actually pretty... Because I was actually thinking that... Because I saw that your YouTube, but it's obviously like... It's short form content, so obviously like your stuff does or does a little better on Facebook, yeah, Instagram, Instagram, you know what I mean? But if you just press uh, short, it's called shorts. Short, oh. And so it's Do they just, get paid for that too? Yeah, I, dude, well, people, it, it goes as a normal post on your YouTube. Oh, see, yes. Oh, and so yeah. I wonder if, if the, I don't know if the views are different. Oh, God, thank you. Hey, dude, I got you. <laughs> and what, think about all the videos you Never have in, or you could just repost them as reels. Right, I'm sorry, I'm about to do that right now when we get done. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> like, your view count on YouTube about to fucking go up, man. Oh, uh, man. I got you, Thank bro. Because my videos are like short. The most they'd be is a minute. And, and that's the thing about the shorts on YouTube is it has to be under a minute. Under, and so okay, it's perfect. perfect. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So there you go. Facebook, they let you monetize videos in like 30. Like, today I posted a video that was like 30 some seconds mm-hmm. and it was monetized. That's so was, cool. And I checked it. It was like $20 already on it. So, mm. that so it kind of gives you your uh, count, uh, yeah, uh, or like as like, as the more views it, it gets. It's this app called uh, Creator Studio. Uh, Creator Studio, this right here, mm-hmm. and it tell you like. Oh, it, does it have all of them, or like does it have Instagram too? Uh, see, look at the video I just made. Mm-hmm. It already has forty three dollars on it. Oh, so no, Instagram doesn't have one. Face Facebook. Oh, uh, Facebook does, and it's weird because Instagram, like we're talking it, about, they're the same thing, till, but they're they're different. I can't wait till Instagram catch up like with Facebook on certain things. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it's it will be, too. It's gonna be a game changer. And then do you do TikTok too? I had I had almost a million followers on my TikTok. They deleted it, dude. I feel like TikTok deletes shit more often than like other. They fuck with me the most. This this my this Facebook page is actually my new one. My old one had a million, and I, they deleted that. And I was off Facebook for like two years, and I made another one, and it made and I got two million followers. But they deleted it because they feel like my content. 
I kind of agree because they say that I steal people content, <laughs> but then they say that it's go against the guidelines because people be falling. So that's why yeah. I made that's why I made Earl too, so I could switch it oh, up. But the okay. other the the uh, reaction videos get the most uh, views, views, like thirty and, million, and views. they're probably a little easier to do than Easy, yeah. you know what I mean. Like you yeah. already have a subject, you just got to react yeah. to it. You yeah. know what I mean? But I was doing that shit since Vine, and like people, like I, I feel like I'm not saying I've been doing it first, but since I've been doing it since like Vine. Mm -hmm. it's, and like, if you go on the internet, you already see people doing it. But like, how I do it without talking with the music, yeah, with yeah, bruh, people copy do that, that all the time. Especially people in different countries. Like, I, at first I used to be <laughs> mad, but people's like, you doing something right? So like, yeah, yeah, people I, are gonna, yeah, people, people, whether you like it or not, are gonna copy it's this African guy working. in Africa. Do what I, he do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. and he on his bio, he he called himself the African version T Green. I'm like, wow, he African. <laughs> You know, he look up to me. Yeah, that's cool, dude. That's actually real cool. And yeah, it's one of those things too, where like in the beginning you might be kind of upset was, about it, like, but then it's like, hey, if you, in reality, you're just inspiring right. other people to do right. stuff, and like you, 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 you feel like you carved that lane. You know what I mean? So it makes sense that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm just still be humble about it. Yeah. No. Exactly. Coming from Fresno, California. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. So were you? Uh, where were you born and raised? Fresno. Fresno. Yeah. yeah, dude. Because I was born, always born and raised in Merced. Merced. Uh, but I mean, I, I oh. like Merced, man. I'm, we, me, and, me and my girl actually looking for a house right now. Here. Oh, okay. That's what she. That's actually, what she right that's now. That's funny because uh, I have a dude who uh, sponsors my podcast, but he said he met you because he showed you a house. We knew Marcus Rodriguez. Marcus, you know Marcus? Too? Yeah, dude. Marcus, that's he's, he's a sponsor of the show, bro. Shout out to Marcus. <laughs> yeah, man. shout yeah, out he, to Marcus. He's he sending us houses, but uh, you know, our, we got approved for the amount, but we try yeah. to up it. So yeah, the houses gotcha. he sent us, Marcus, man, the houses is ugly, bro. <laughs> 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 yeah, but Marcus is doing his job, man. No, yeah, I, I no, follow Marcus too. Dude, Marcus is real cool. He's yeah, a real he cool is. guy. Yeah, yeah, but that's funny because he was like, he was like, no, I actually, do. He's like, I showed that because I was telling him. I was like, I'm actually getting this guy named Trell Green, and he was, he was like, I've been showing him some some houses. Yeah. I was like, oh, really? Come that's on, Marcus, yeah, get Trell hooked up, bro. Yeah, man, you guys really like, I, I fuck with y'all. Y'all support like in Fresno. Mm -hmm. It's hard, man. Like. A couple of people doing podcasts, and you would think I'll be on there how big I am, mm -hmm. like, but nobody never like never hits you up or anything. You know, I move out here. I'm, I'm, I'm already been <laughs> yeah. on what three podcasts. Yeah, yeah. There, so that's why I like Dallas. Yeah, he, shout out to Mulberry Dreams. Also Dallas for also Dallas, linking man. us. Yeah, he, he he already in uh, Knoxville already, right? Yeah, yeah. He's like yeah, Tennessee is Tennessee, right? Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. I know that's I, I texted him the other day and I was like, when, when you getting more episodes out, man? Yeah, that's my boy. He a Dallas, he a Cowboy fan. So when we played them, the Raiders. Oh, you Raider fan? Yes, yeah, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the Niners, but y'all might go to the Super Bowl. Maybe, Ain't dude. No is, isn't y'all off, offense is nice? Isn't it? Isn't it your guys' division that where everyone's like? Is it where everyone's like seven and seven? Seven, seven. Yeah, like Broncos, yeah. us Broncos. The Chargers is good. The Chiefs, so yeah, yeah, it's and it's tough. yeah, it, and it's it's almost annoying because it's like when you sometimes when you look at, all right, I think it was last year, the year before the the Cowboys and Eagles division. Yeah, it was like the winner yeah. of that division was like six and six, seven. They had the a Red losing Skins, record, right? The Redskins, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish, man, I wish, I, I wish the Raiders is in that division. Shit. Yeah, yeah, that's why. That's why I'm like, if we got the tough, if any, because. Yeah, you, your guys' division is tough, and, and the Niners' division is tough yeah. too, because they have the Rams and the Cardinals. The Seahawks is weak, but they're a good week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they they'll always surprise anybody. you. Yeah, yeah, they yeah they'll always anybody. surprise you. Well, I was surprised by the Saints game. Saints. Uh, Buccaneers. Yeah, and the Saints yeah, and Bucks. Yeah. You no, know, bro, I go to Vegas and I get tickets. I had uh -huh. the Buccaneers and the and the Cardinals on a ticket, mm -hmm. and my payout was nine thousand, and I lost because those two. Oh, the, the, the Cardinals lost to the Lions. Yeah, like what the fuck, I dude? Was, I was so pissed off of that. Yeah, and I was like, well, thank. I had a. Do you play fantasy football or no? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do too. Uh, playoffs. Make, I'm in the playoffs. Hey, me too, man. Hey, congrats yeah, on I got, that. I got Allen. 
the yep. Valley. Uh, oh, oh, Josh Allen, my quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh Allen. I have Herbert. Herbert. Yeah, yeah. He's nice too. Yeah, exactly. And so and there's extra week this year. So like normally it's like play. It would be like the last week would be this week. Yeah. But but now it's, it's not because it's more games. Uh, yeah, it's because yeah, because they added a game to it. Yeah. yeah man, I love football. Yeah, dude, I love I love Red Zone, man. Red Zone on, the, oh, yeah, on got, Sundays morning. It's just that. it's almost it too day. addicting, honestly. Wake up ten o'clock, put it on, especially when fan, if you got fantasy. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. How you are in multiple leagues or no? No, I'm only in one this yeah, year because so I, I just barely like start playing. Oh, uh, like, okay. But I'm gonna be in multiple next year. Yeah, yeah, because I was. But then uh, don't get, don't join too many because I joined uh, like th- one year. I think I was in three or four, and then you can't even I'm enjoy it because you have people on every other team, and right. so like you're cheering for this person, but you're also going against him in this right. league, like, and then you're like, especially getting all if they're playing off. against the 49ers, <laughs> I know you'd be like, no, yeah, yeah, fuck. yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's funny. And then uh, so now that it's end of 2021, going into 2022, you have any like kind of goals? Uh, for yourself or anything like that? Uh, I want to start my uh, my second book. Just start, you know, writing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, put out more content, get more creative. Uh, more, I hate to say this, but, you know, get more financially stable. No, I think, money, I mean, that's what we're all looking for. I'm so for. humble, but I hate talking about money because it makes me seem cocky. But, of course, make more money. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just have, yeah. Probably, just grow everything pretty yeah, much. I have a vision board, but everything on my vision board, that's what I'm trying to get accomplished. Uh, I'm trying to make a film. Oh, okay. I mean, you talked about it earlier. Yeah, Hopefully yeah, yeah. I, I could start off with Earl with you guys. Yeah, you know, dude, that, I'm here. dude, I'm not even lying. I can show you, well, after uh, we get done here, I'll show you our, our short film. It's a Western. Okay. But, like, you can see the quality-wise yeah, what yeah, we can yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, send it to me. I got you, man. Yeah, it's good to get some stuff going for Earl. And it's going to be a big year, though. Yeah, dude, dude. Well, I'm, I'm excited for it because I, uh, so I started this podcast at the beginning of this year and I didn't uh, run any promotion on it or anything. I kind of just wanted to like, I wanted to figure it out yeah. before I like started promoting it. If it was like, because it used to just be at my house in my bedroom right. or not my, my, not my bedroom, but you know, like, uh, yeah my home studio and then uh kind of just slowly started growing growing and then now like at the end of the year i kind of i started running ads on one of mine it's just like conversation that me and a couple dudes had about merced and like i just kind of because i don't want to really like i don't it's like with the podcast i don't want to necessarily like you should you should get like uh you got a youtube channel for it yeah i got a youtube channel for it you got to get a facebook page oh yeah so i okay like like for me like for instance Mm -hmm. after this after our podcast is Mm -hmm. over i could have took like a little 15 second one and like shared it and was like I'll go watch the whole podcast on yeah. tag your page mm-hmm. but I can still tag your YouTube channel yeah oh, so, okay that, yeah that'd be cool so man they're gonna go check it out yeah yeah well and I make a lot of promos for all my podcasts so I'll, I'll cut it up and I do reels and then I do Insta TV and then I do like a normal post yeah, that, as well that. just cause like I need my stuff to get out there yeah, yeah, in yeah. many avenues as, as it can yeah. and, and reels have been like it just randomly will work because sometimes you don't. I don't even know why. Like you know what I mean. Like, right, and that's why I came on too. Just like Dallas, like I never, I didn't even know Dallas, but mm-hmm. it's, it's more than just coming up here to like talk about me. I want to help too, like get your stuff. Out. Yeah, yeah, well, and that's, that's cool. why I be telling people in Fresno, like if y'all got podcasts, like put me on there and let's talk, and then that. I promote you. Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and that's cool because like some people like or like some. It's yeah, like kind of like, t- like when I was asking you, it's like I kind of wanted somebody. Like I, I was glad that I knew Dallas that knew you because it kind of like is easier to kind of bridge the gap versus right. like reaching out and then being lost in your yeah. DMs or something like right. that. Yeah. See, if it's the way if Dallas told me, so I was like, I was looking like waiting for you. Yeah, so, yeah. But if you would have just hit me, I probably wouldn't even find you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You sent me a page, so I knew I had, I knew how you. Yeah, and it's kind of what's well, kind of works. It works out better that way for everybody too. Right. Just have links and connections yeah, and vouching, exactly. you know, vouching yeah. for somebody. Because right. if you're like, okay, if he's pretty chill, and it's funny because me and Dallas, we met uh, a month before he moved away. 
Wow. And uh, like I just randomly started following him, and then because my buddy Jimmy showed me his page, and then I was I just messaged him like, "Hey man, uh, you have a podcast in the area. I have a podcast in the area. We should both go on each other's shows, pretty right. much." And he Dallas was like, "Yeah, I'm down, man." And so I had him on uh, our show or my show, and it was like we were just like vibing, cracking up, laughing, yeah. and it's like the first hour of us meeting each other. But like we that's, had, how, that's how we was, yeah, he, they, real genuine dude, yeah, exactly. And you could just and it's funny because I lived four houses down from him mm-hmm. for like three years really yeah and like in outwater yeah at his house in outwater yeah and so it was like and i i told the whole story about uh i accidentally stole my neighbor's dog uh accidentally yeah no because uh (laughs) (laughs) yes accidentally (laughs) but basically i uh i was just like outside of my house and me and my buddy were going to starbucks that that was right around the corner and then like this pit bull was running around and i just called into my car and i was like hey come here and it jumped in my car and i was like well whatever like i'll just take this dog for a ride and like and so we, i got it like a puppuccino at starbucks and everything oh, okay. like and I, and then my my then i posted on instagram and i was like uh, is this my dog no do i know whose dog this is no okay. and i just like and then and then i went back to my house the dog like came to my house hung out a little bit and then i just <laughs> let it go out the front front door awesome. meanwhile the next day i I get a message and it's like, Micah, is this the dog that you had? And it was just like, a, <laughs> it was a Facebook post, and it, it was like missing. It was like, it was like it's it's a, it's a missing <laughs> dog. It's like I saw two darker gentlemen call my dog, enter their car, and it's like me and my my buddy. Oh, two dark gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, that's yeah, crazy. already, so that's yeah. <laughs> already. That's and, crazy. And I wasn't more upset. I wasn't. Did even, you have black on? No, no. It's just, wow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, uh, and then they're like, uh, please, like they stole the dog out of my front yard blah blah and i was more upset because i'm like dude i'm your neighbor like you should know that like at least my, what my car looks like you know what That's i mean like crazy. i parked that car every single day in front of your house they, they didn't get the dog oh uh, no no, like, no, so, no and then they made an update post and it was like update whoever stole my dog must have been afraid <laughs> something 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 oh, and wow. i was just like i just can't believe that <laughs> you should have kept it <laughs> yeah that's crazy. Yeah, but it, it was just like ridiculous. What, what, what kills me is they said dark, two dark people. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> I mean, my other friend is like half Indian, half Mexican. But like, we're like, I mean, like, we're not. Like, yeah. I'm just like, it just, I don't know. Probably a, a white Karen on Facebook. Had you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Crazy. And then, uh, did you you read a lot? I actually do. I was just got done reading today. Like, I read at least 30 minutes a day if I can. Mm-hmm. But I like reading a lot of uh, Law of Attraction books. Okay. Uh, and c- so, can you explain that to me? I know I've heard it before. Man, you you got to get on it. If you haven't, uh, like, after this podcast, if you can, go get go to Barnes & Noble and get The Secret. Uh, that book right there changed my whole life, bro. Uh, I was in a dark place battling mm-hmm. depression, mental health issues or whatever, and I bought uh, The Secret. Uh, and it actually helps you like whatever thoughts like po- put positive thoughts mm-hmm. uh, the energy whatever energy you put out into the universe okay. it comes back like, oh, okay, that's yeah. why I said I got a vision board because mm. it talks about it on there also it's it's a DVD on Netflix too you can watch oh, I think I, yeah, I think it's I called have The Secret it, yeah. it's, real, it's so powerful bro uh, I had a, I had made my vision board in 2018 uh-huh. I was flat broke uh, some of the things I put on there is some things I wanted like a MacBook like the mm-hmm. new like the 2018 MacBook I wanted that uh passport that was easy i got that and then i had like a hundred thousand i had a picture of some money and i said i wanted to make a hundred thousand in a year uh, i didn't know how i was gonna do it but yeah i kept telling myself like i'm gonna do it and i believed every day before i go to sleep or i meditate look at my vision board and i close my eyes visualize the things that's cool. visualize me with it mm-hmm. and right now i made over a hundred thousand i have like the, that computer i was able to buy it uh only thing I don't have on there yet is like a, the big five bedroom house, and I feel like that's coming. Man, so, that's coming. Crazy. So, man, just read that book, bro. It's, no, y'all it, definitely it's, read it's that book. I've been looking to, for different stuff. You 
how to be, you know, abundance, all that. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a big proponent of like just positive vibes. Pos- and, like, yeah, yeah just positive. Like you, I mean, I, I don't necessarily believe in karma, but I do believe whatever oh, yeah. you put out into the world is going to come back. Come back. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I'm it's a good big karma, bad karma. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And like some people like I think. Or like you know horoscope wise stuff. Some people like believe in stuff too much. Too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I. Think <laughs> but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Trudy. But uh, yeah, because I like I like to read too. Because have you ever read? Uh, I'm trying to think. I just recently read. Uh, oh, recently it was it was like last year. It's called Sapiens, but it's kind of like the beginning of human history and like how we came to be. And it kind of relates like modern like social problems and stuff back to like our ancestral days and like the problems we faced then and like what's the name of it it's called sapiens by who uh i can't tell you i'm sorry or you could just tell right, oh, I, I can take. tell you after i, I have a li- yeah because i'll go get that yeah that one's I, good have you read man's search for meaning meaning no that oh. sounds like something i read though because yeah, i'm searching for meaning yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and i think that's what we all are you know right. what i mean at the end yeah. of the day like we're all trying to find that and that one's pretty uh it's a tough read in the sense that it's kind of written a little old school, old school okay. and it's it's uh, written from the point of view. I believe it was written by somebody who was in a concentration camp, and it talks about the daily. Do life. They have like people that like translated. Uh no, I think that I mean All I'm right. sure they when have. You say hard like is it like? <laughs> I mean it's just like it's kind of like you. It's yeah, words yeah, that yeah, you don't I'm hear just... anymore. You know <laughs> right, what I mean? Right, right. It's like it's like that kind of. Old I don't read books like that one time. I'm like fuck, dude. Well, I, that's why and uh, I go back to it. Like, uh, have you read Behel of the Pale White Horse? Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't even want to talk about it. It's just like the exposing the government. I oh, know, okay. So. so you're like that. Yeah. yeah I read, and it's hard to read, but it's some shit in there. I that. read some shit about, uh, it's called The Looming Tower, and it's uh, about 9-11 and kind of like about Osama, Osama so, so bin Laden. inside job? Yeah. No, and it kind of talks about just like how it almost was just like all happenstance that Osama bin Laden was able to do it. Because like it talks in the book like about six or seven times that Osama bin Laden was almost killed in, in his life. And it goes like from his childhood growing up. And he had like, I want to say he had like twenty brothers and sisters or more. It was like a ridiculous. Probably, yeah. yeah, it was. It was a ridiculous number because you can have multiple wives yeah, yeah, over yeah. there and stuff. But it was a, one of the most interesting books. I read it for a history class one time, and the history teacher did not teach us anything about like what was on. Like every day we were assigned a chapter, and then we talk about it in class. And so y'all read that? Y'all was just the whole year. That's what y'all. Oh well, yeah, for like the full four months. Like we just like read a chapter chapter a day. I bet and, you passed. Dude, yeah, yeah. And then it would, at the end of class, there'd be five minutes of class every single day. He was like, uh, "These things are gonna be on the test," and he would just put. Stuff next to like four of his notes and they're just oh, like oh wow see I wish I had that in high school <laughs> yeah yeah well that was like yeah that was college Let me oh it's college yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, that's JC yeah. man that's the benefits yeah, of going to the JC college, you know I, what I mean <laughs> and then there's uh, have you read War of Art it's like I, I, no I read Art of War oh that's what it's sorry that's what it that's is that's what it is yeah, oh, sorry, yeah. I, I read right. that yeah I, I got that book and that's like just kind of like little mini stories I feel like yeah. and it's like trials and tribulations yeah I like that book a lot I use that book a lot and then there's Into the Wild. Have you read that book? Yeah. It's it's like a basically kind of like what we're talking about. It's, you're trying to find your passion in life. You're kind of trying. It's at that he graduated college. He didn't want to know what he wanted to do. And like I I really relate to it because that's kind of like after I graduated college, I was like trying to be a teacher for a while, and then I wasn't really passionate about Same it. Here. And maybe like I was I would have been passionate if it's like videography or photography. Right. And then I kind of like. And uh, like got into photography and video through like this competition I saw online. It was like make a video about your dream job, and so I hit up Jimmy, who's right, right out there, and uh, we just started working on a video. And then since then, we've been working. That was twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. And since then, we've just been working on like, and it was like we didn't th- like we were like, oh, we're gonna make it on YouTube, and then we're right. like, okay, that's <laughs> that's real. You can't just you can't bank on that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then we started doing uh, like just weddings and photo gigs and then now we actually have stuff lined up and so it's so, finally so, paying so you know how to work photoshop 
Yeah, yeah. I might dude. need you to help me because I got a dude. green screen. And my yeah, yeah, I know a lot of Photoshop. We, we, was, we wanted to take like family pictures, but now that we know you can do it, you, we can come here. But I do need you to help me with Photoshop. Like, I know I do Premiere Pro, uh -huh. like the video, like yeah, the yeah, green yeah. screen, that's easy. But the photos, mm -hmm. it's hard. Yeah, yeah, let me know, man. Like, I can, video I can, is easy. I can definitely help you out on stuff. Yeah, dude, I'm yeah. definitely down. And then, uh, so you read a lot. And then what made you kind of want to write a book? Uh, and then uh, you guys, his book is uh, Against uh, All Odds. Against All Odds. By Terrell Green. It's a, it's just a story about you, yeah. basically, right? It's a short read. Uh, you'll probably get hooked, like, once you... Oh, did... Especially if you follow me on Instagram, but if you don't, you know, just read the first chapter and you dude, can want to know. I, I didn't put it down. Like, I, I mean, I, I literally read it all the way through. <sighs> just because... And I thought it was, like... I mean, it was... Like, it's engaging the whole time. Yeah. yeah. So, what made me want to write a book... Uh, Actually, I was in high school before the videos, and I was going through a lot. Like, mom on drugs, uh, didn't have a lot. My friend, me and my friend was talking to each other, the one that I talked about in the mm -hmm. book. Uh, we was like, bro, we've been through a lot. When, we should write a book about our life. Like, I was like, I, I, I was like, I might write a book about my life. That's a good idea, because I have been through a lot. And then once he died, you know, obviously mm -hmm. I was there, and I witnessed him dying. That's when I was like, man, my life is, we all, have you ever sat back and was like, Man, my life is like a movie. Like, mm -hmm. That's how I felt. So I was like, maybe I could write a book about my life. And then once I got an audience, like a fan base, mm -hmm. it was just perfect timing. Like, I'm just telling my testimony. Yeah. Because there's people out there that's going through what I've been through and don't know how to handle, like, their mental health. Because mm -hmm. I've seen, like, walking in the room, seeing your mom high or, you know, seeing your friend get killed, seeing uh, your, your sister, my sister got killed. Uh, just yeah, the stuff dude. you see and you know you everybody dealing with mental health so I wrote my book to you know help people you know to help people out with mental health issues yeah yeah it's, it's yeah and like you're saying like a lot of yeah a lot of things happen it was a pretty heavy book too because yeah. sometimes after some of the chapters I just kind of have to stop like okay <laughs> I gotta yeah. and, and you did kind of separate it like uh like in the way that you kind of built uh, like with the different chapters it was kind of yeah, like you know a tragic yeah. event then kind of new light kind of yeah. every time some every time something bad happened something good happened so that's just life right there you got to understand like something bad could happen today you mm -hmm. got to know that you know it's going to be better yeah yeah it's going to yeah, get better mm -hmm. you can't just sit there and you know let it life beat you up yeah. if you do screwed no yeah exactly it's it's a it's Man, a six cycle I was in a dark place bro when my friend died i had dropped out of school i was playing football and i was one of the top athletes in fresno like as far as speed wise mm -hmm. so i you know i had a promising future but when my friend died you know i didn't even want to go to school no more i didn't want to be around people so I, mm -hmm. I was at home just and i had i had a phone and it was just on wi-fi at my dad's house and i was just make that's when i started making you know video uh -huh. that's when i really started Actually, and because yeah, I graduated two thousand twelve, and I you were talking college. about yeah, yeah, you went to college, and, and you could you kind of lost that that and that's when that Vine was still out, and you kind of lost or you like in that book in that chapter, you kind of talked about how you're trying to find yourself basically. You you sports because in the earlier in the book you talked about how sports kind of like gave you escape, escape, and now yeah. like you were like just always flooded with your thoughts, thoughts pretty much. Yeah, like right? I'd be out there like getting ready to run a route, and I'm thinking about the night of my friend getting killed, like. Mm -hmm. Just imagine being in the room like this, we chilling, and you know another friend have a gun and go off. Yeah, like, yeah. And oh, so there be times where I go to sleep and I hear a gunshot. Like the stuff you see on movies when people be having mental health and PTSD, that shit real. No, no, yeah, it is. Yeah. No, it for sure is. Yeah, uh, I have yeah some family members and stuff that have dealt with a lot of mental illness. And, and they think that because it, only people that go to like the war has it. Like no, no a car crash and cause this shit a breakup. But mm -hmm. shit, seeing somebody get killed could definitely definitely cause it like I, oh, I'm living with sure. it every day like 
like I told you earlier, like you got, I, I get money now, like, cause I, I was poor, but now that I'm able to buy everything I want, that's that shit still don't heal. Oh yeah, and it's never gonna. It's it, like yeah, people think that money's gonna bring the happiness, and like, I think like it eliminates of, some stress, but at yeah. the end of the day, like. I mean, yeah, I mean, it might like it, I, I do think it definitely does eliminate stress. Yeah, yeah, obviously, and Bills. I think, yeah, yeah, and people don't. People obviously, some people over like talk about or they talk about like, like I don't know how easy it is. I guess with money and stuff like, or not how easy, but like how it it does fix all your problems. It don't fix all your financial problems and yeah. those your stresses of those, but it doesn't fix anything emotionally or like no, in your head at all. Yeah, fuck, I want to see a therapist, dude. Dude, I I've had a friend that recently started seeing a therapist and like like. Out of the blue, one day he called me, and, like, he's not one that I would ever think, like, to call me about, like, being depressed or anything like that, and he was just kind of, like, telling me what was going on, and, like, he's, like, one of my best friends, the best man, man, yeah, and, like, so it was just, like, 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 in your book, you kind of, like, I think the last, one of the last chapters, you kind of just talk about, like, if you are dealing with mental health or mental illness, just reach out to somebody, it doesn't have to be, like, a a doc, like you're saying, it doesn't have to be a therapist, doctor, but, like, people care about you. And and you, you should check on him more. No, yeah, yeah, we do. We talk. We talk a lot. You know, it's crazy. Like two months ago, uh, Cal Hope. It's like a big thing. Mm-hmm. Like Cal Hope, they reached out to me. I guess they read my book, and I did a campaign with them. It was for like people that's, you know, dealing with mental health issues during the pandemic. Really? So like, it was like a commercial. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Young was a part of it. Uh, some I forgot his name. He played for the Forty Niners. Uh, Miguel, the the R and B singer. Mm-hmm. Like we always a part of this campaign to get people to like call the uh, warm line for. Oh yeah, yeah. Health. So that was another uh, big. That's Spotlight cool. in my life. Like, yeah. that was, I like And, like, using your platform, platform for yeah. that. You know what I mean? Like, it, it allowed you to... And it's cool because, like, now that you do have your audience, you do have a platform, you can kind of... You know you know what helped you, like, right. in the past. And so you you want to kind of just shed light on those different areas. That's why looking back, I'm like, man, maybe this is this this is the life God, you know, this is the mm-hmm. car. I'm, I'm living the life that God... My purpose, really. Like. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I think I related to your book so much is that, like... You know, I mean, a lot of tragic things have happened in your life, and I can't relate to, you know, a lot of those. But what what I could relate to in your book is just, like, little small things that, like, everyone, like, you and Marquise in it, when, uh, like, you're talking about how you used to just talk about, like, God, uh, yeah. the future, yeah. and just stuff like that. It's, like, all, like, growing up, when you have right. your, like, boys or your friends, like, that's just stuff that you talk about that. And then, like, uh, you're, what you're talking about when you're talking about uh, – uh, not like you're in college and you, you're, you're right. trying to find your why. That's what you said right. in the book, right? You're trying to yeah. find your why. And I think that everybody can relate to that because yeah. like I, that's, that's what I was trying to find for the longest time. I was trying to find like, like what do I want to do? Because I was doing everything that I felt like I should be doing for my whole life and not like ask myself what I want to do. And that's when right. I started doing like photography and videography. Right. And then this podcast got born through it. And I really enjoyed like doing this. And I just like talking to people because right. I think that a lot of people can learn from it. And there's a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of underrepresentation of like people in the Central Valley, like yeah. Fresno or basically Bakersfield to like Sacramento. Like whether you like it or not, that's Central Valley, yeah. guys. You know what I mean? Right. Sacramento, you're a big city, yeah. but you're still they in the want, Central Valley. They want to say it's the Bay, but no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But they got Mozzie and some some great rappers. So <laughs> they do. They <laughs> I'll give them their credit Stockton, on there. Stockton is Stockton. Oh, dude, Stockton's no, yeah. or is Stockton part of the Bay? No, no, Stockton's uh, Stockton's just like a. It's just like an hour north of here, basically. But have you heard of Don Quez? He's a rapper out of Stockton. I think I heard of it. That's why I brought because they they got some rappers on the rise in Stockton. Oh, they do. And then uh, have you heard of GB 
have you ever heard of, his name's Ghetto Boy? Uh, he's from Merced, but he's uh, he gets posted on Thizzler a lot. Oh yeah, Thizzler they show a lot of love to uh, yeah. So rappers he, in yeah, the so they, yeah, exactly, and that's something that like hasn't been seen before. They be posting some rappers in Fresno, so that's that's huge. Yeah, you know, and then that's what GB's from Merced, and so he's been posted over there all the yeah, time. I gotta check him out. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty cool, and then Don Quez is really cool too. And then that's what with this podcast, it's like I never meant for like to have like so many like rappers on, but like yeah. I have like a lot of rappers on my podcast, and it's because like those are people who are actively doing stuff yeah. and actively like you know doing stuff for the city and stuff and gb he's a really cool dude like he's like super super humble like i asked him to introduce himself he's like i'm just another person yeah like you know what i mean and that's what i like and he always puts on giveaways for the kids and and does different stuff like that it just you know i think growing up like everyone had a perception about you know rap or whatever type of people it was and like now with like the new day and age i feel like a lot of people are just like you know you can Take that route and be a good person. And you know what I mean? When yeah, it, yeah. it might have not seemed like you could do that like right. back in the day. Yeah. But like so from my my musical guests, I always have them like they'll like perform in the corner right there and I'll I'll videotape them. And so it's kind of like a little more interactive. And that's right. what I want to do with this podcast is like so it'd be like my intro starts and then I introduce them to performing a song and then sometimes they also perform a song like right. when the podcast ends. But it gives the listeners like yeah, at least you, something to look forward you're to. You're going down the right road. Like I told Dallas, like you just gotta keep like when I started my videos, like I just like you, like if you keep on doing it, you'll be surprised. Now people gonna reach out to you and like, hey, can you advertise our stuff? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what it's gonna come down to if you keep on doing it. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Is it's like I never, I'm never not doing this for like per se for the money. You know right. what I mean? Like some people think I have a studio and like I, you know, I must have like a but lot doing together. What you love, you love but it. I, you love it, right? Yeah, exactly. That's what, yeah, you're doing what you love to do. Yeah, exactly. And don't never when you start doing it because you want start making money that's that's gonna take the fun out of it no exactly and I'm doing like it'd be people writing me like oh you helped me out from committing suicide or you know that's what I'm doing it for for the people the money gonna come like but if you're doing it for the people no, exactly. you love to do it yeah exactly like, I, like when I'm making a skit I'm, I'm in a whole nother world like I'm mm -hmm. happy that's when I'm happy I'm, that's my happy pace when I'm making a skit yeah cause you kinda I mean you gotta kind of lose yourself in the craft you, you know what I mean do. and it's probably like interesting for you cause that type of craft is it's a different than like you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's not like it's not like a TV script or like anything like that. It's like you're just trial and errors. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and like it, it's the same thing with video and photography. Because sometimes is. like I'll be doing like video work and like you're like I I'm just shooting everything like at weddings and stuff. And then when I look back at stuff, it's like oh shit! Like this is like the perfect scene to transition into right. this one. And it's just like serendipitous of it all. You know what we I mean? We all gotta it's showing your creativity, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, in your book. Uh, the first chapter of your mama's boy, uh, <laughs> you talk about your grandma in it, and you said you never got a chance to meet your grandma, right? No. And she passed away, but yeah. it seems like your grandma didn't take shit from fucking anybody. Hell no. Well, can you talk about, like, the, the story? <laughs> my mama have it. Yeah, the story about uh, your grandma and uh, your yeah. neighbor, and the neighbor. I the guess uh, somebody had hit, was it my mom? Yeah, yeah somebody hit your mom. And my yeah. mom had told, my mom was, my grandma was at work. Yeah, uh, yeah. She was, and she came. She went over and knocked on the neighbor's door. Yeah. And then I guess uh, they got in a fight. Then my, I think my mom told me my my grandma stabbed the lady. Or yeah, something. it was sixteen or seventeen times. Yeah. You said in the book. Yeah. So I just jail. read it like yeah, recently, went, so it's all fresh. Yeah, and then you know it's crazy. Uh, my mom was. She said one of her. Uh, I don't want to say who did it, but a family member got her on drugs. Mm. You know? And you know it's like a repeated cycle because I'm not. I'm an open book. I even said in the book I start taking pills. Like mm -hmm. and my, like that's how I got introduced to pills from my mom. Yeah, well, and I remember, or the I have a little quote here that, like, in that first chapter, you, you're through saying you're like it was. It's kind of like a generational thing, right? Yeah. Like, with like the drugs and stuff. Got to break it. But yeah, and the way that you said it, you're like, it's safe to say my mother did not have a normal childhood either. And it was kind of like just that that 
quote alone kind of just made me think about how uh, just like you were relating to your mother, you know what I mean? Already right, from like yeah. the beginning of the book, you're kind of like, like my childhood wasn't, wasn't the best either, right. but how can my childhood, you know, or you're not, you're just saying like, I, like I sympathize with my mom basically. And that just really stuck out to me just cause it was just different. You know what I mean? You're just, she, she seen someone get killed. I probably didn't put that in the book, but everything my mom been through is like, I'm going through the same. Really? I just ain't like, you know, you know, addicted to drugs as yeah. much as she is. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I might, you know, get in my feelings and pop a prescription pill, you know, because I think that's another thing was wrong with this young generation. Like, you hear rappers talk about, you know, Percocet. Zans. Zans, yeah. Like, that, that, that's how we cope with our pain, you know. Um, but, you know, shit. That's, why, that's why I read a lot and meditate so I don't have to mm-hmm. turn to drugs. You know, that uh, I heard, I think Drake, Drake J. Cole said, uh, meditate, don't medicate. Yeah. So that's, that, that's, yeah. Meditate, don't medicate. Yeah, dude. I like, I love J. Cole too. Yeah. I seen him, I seen him in Vegas not too oh, long ago. Oh, really? Uh, was, was it the, when the, you went to the, the Raider game? No, nah, before that. Okay. We were standing at the ben- Venetian. Uh, dude, the, ven- and, <laughs> the Venetian's and, nice. Yeah, that, I, I was walking this way, me and my, uh, my partner uh-huh. and J. Cole was walking right in front of us and we froze like, we looked at each other and looked back and he had on like, Sweats and like baggy. What he always has on. Yeah. It seems like he just goes out there like just he, chilling. He was just like normal. I'm yeah. like, yeah, see, I'm not even gonna like stop him and say nothing. I was just shocked he was walking around like that with no security. Mm-hmm. Nothing. So. Yeah, that is cruel. Yeah, because a lot of people with their full security. Oh, I seen Ti in Atlanta. Uh, I ran into Ti. He didn't have security. He walk around that motherfucker like God. Yeah, Atlanta's pretty. Uh... Yeah, and Westbrook was. Westbrook was right by him. He was talking about That's funny. I saw Westbrook. Uh, I was in, in Lake Tahoe, and it was during Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz fighting. Yeah. And they were all watching. Uh, we were all watching it. And then, like, there was this guy standing in the corner. And then as me and my cousins were going out, I was like, oh, shit, that's Westbrook. But he was just giving us all f- uh, fist bumps on the way out. Oh, but he was cool. Yeah, he was cool about it. You know what I mean? Because he, he had just gotten there for that last fight and was just standing in the back just to watch it. And I'm yeah. like, that's sick. And then in the that second chapter is this love. Uh it was like, so this is when you kind of start becoming aware of your mom's drug addiction, kind of, right? And so what age... Started to get older. Yeah, so what age did you kind of start realizing what was going on? I, well, I was a dumbass. I was so oblivious. Uh, damn, how old was I? I know my whole middle school, I knew she was taking pills and getting high. Uh-huh. Uh, but it wasn't until, like, I got to high school, I started realizing she was doing more than pills. Yeah. So, because uh, I started seeing, like, a little foil, like, oh, around yeah. the house. And I used to always dish being so naive then when I got older I put two and two together like oh bro she's yeah, yeah. smoking oh, yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> but, yeah you know I can't fault her like she been doing she she did a good job covering up because no matter what she was always still loving me like, mm-hmm. although we didn't have a lot like she did her best yeah yeah exactly but, you know, yeah and that you just gotta be thankful so for what you have honestly probably like high school uh, freshman year I realized like she was really doing Mm-hmm. And that's what more than of, pills. I knew when I was younger, she used to take somas and shit. Yeah, and like, somas are kind of what Vicodin is, kind of. Or I don't know, they muscle relaxers. I know that. And she used to try to like go outside, bro. Like uh, it'd be times like I'm outside playing football with my friends, and then I look and see my mama. Oh yeah, and you say high like, as hell. In the book, you're like, man, I hope she don't start tripping, right? Yeah, you like know, they start thinking stuff like that. I had to like, mom, come on, carry her. We stayed on the third floor in the Summercrest Apartments in Fresno, uh, and I had to like. Fuck, like carry her up. Oh yeah, you talked about it in the yeah. book, yeah. How like, you, like you, she was all the way down from the third floor, and you're yeah. like, how am I supposed to get my mom back? Friends up would be here? over, friends would be over at the house, and uh, she'd be, be she'd try to come out and like be walking like a zombie. Mm-hmm. That'd be so embarrassing. We playing a game. I'm like, fuck, but yeah. 
And then that's it is. yeah, in that same chapter you talk about uh, that's kind of when you started getting into sports, basically. Started yeah, using it as I, a, I started playing sports late, and I was just so good at it because I I started eighth grade. That's when I started. That's playing when you football. started. I started running track like in the, oh yeah, whenever like, like third nine. grade. Oh, and that's yeah, when I yeah. that's why I knew I was fast. But football, eighth grade, and that was my real escape route because I was able to go like you know. Mm-hmm. Just you're a part of a team. Like yeah. that, that's your family there or whatever. That type of right. just With the bros, uh, camaraderie. Football, yeah, yeah, exactly. Family. Yeah, exactly. Track is more individual. So Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that shit make you nervous as fuck before the track. I, like, yeah, I just I, I was just, fast, but like I could be running against some slow people. I'm still gonna be like, fuck, I don't wanna lose. Well, and it's so, like the I I only did it in uh junior high, but it's like the the little gun thingy. It's working. like I don't know when you're gonna pull it. Runners so how on your mark. That that no, that shit nervous and you're getting down waiting yeah. for them to set. <laughs> And you got to wait for them to shoot it. And then you almost get like shocked like when, yeah. when it does. And then you're like, what? Like, yeah. I got to run. Like, and you dude, don't want to lose. One time I remember like I was I was like running. And I, I fell forward, but I just like landed on my back and did a somersault and then just stood right back up and like kept running. You didn't get no, uh, no, no, they just, I mean, you it was, stayed in your it was oh, yeah, it was in junior kid. high too. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I probably like, they're just like. <laughs> you raw. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it lasts surprisingly. <laughs> I got second it last. <laughs> But so it just fell, like got back I up fell and forward and like I just like rolled and then naturally like ended up on my feet again and I was like whatever. Well, you lucky. They, they I honestly recorded. forgot about that memory until like right now because I haven't talked about junior oh, high track. That's something forever. I put in my video right there. <laughs> Too bad there wasn't a video of it. You need some. And milk. then you talked about your track coach, right? And that's kind of where you first. Yeah, like, Dexter. Point. Yeah, Point Dexter. That's his name. Yeah, he actually played in the NBA. I, I was about to ask you that. I was gonna say, did he really play in the NBA? He did. Uh, his nephew played for the Memphis Grizzlies, Quincy. Really? I, I think that's his name. But yeah, he played in the M- NBA. He was a cool dude. He he helped me out a lot. Another beer, you okay? Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, he was a cool dude. Yeah, and so he kind of was like started. You said he was like basically your first mentor, kind of. He was. Like, and he, so, what did he kind of show you? Like, where? What did you like? What drew you to him? Uh, he he told me like never like not to give up because when I first started running track, I was weak as hell. Uh, I. Your story was funny, but uh, mine, <laughs> I ran the 400 and uh-huh. I had like stopped. I was in first place, bro, and I stopped. You just like just tired. gassed out pretty much? <laughs> <laughs> and I stopped. And then like after that, and uh, he, he, I almost gave up, almost quit. And he used to tell me like, just keep going. You good. You got a good future at it. And I kept going. And I always remember him telling me that like. No, That's cool. And keep going. the opposite of uh, that other the teacher. That other teacher? Yeah, Mr. Hill. I actually, he texted me. We was talking right after oh, my book. Really? I told him about it. That he helped me out a lot. He used to, cause we used to get in trouble a lot. He used to be like, "You gonna either end up in jail or dead." Yeah, and, you know that resonated with me throughout he, my whole. That you said you kept them like thinking back to it, like because I think you talked about it in whatever chapter, but then later you're like, "I still would think about." Yeah, uh, yeah, and that that was high school. With you. Like my freshman year, I was fucking up, and I was like, "Mr. Hill might be right. I might end up, you know." Yeah, I was fucking up so when I. You know, I was like, no, I'm going to get my shit together. Yeah, because one of my questions was, what, was, what, him, what is Mr. Up. Hill up to now? <laughs> I think he's still uh, teaching at West Fresno. Oh, okay. Oh, I gotta and go it's visit. funny because, like, sometimes you do need that tough love. Like, yeah. whether, like— I like, thought he was being an asshole. Oh, he first. probably—you know, I mean, in growing up, like, when teachers are—I mean, sometimes teachers are mean for no fucking reason, right? right? Other times there's teachers that, like, they're doing it because they, they, think, they think you can handle it or that they're just like, hey, like, I'm just Going being completely real with you. Yeah, you know that, what I mean? he was. Because a lot of my friends at that time is in jail. Uh, some of them probably is dead. Like from West Fresno, people, the kids that I grew up with, a lot of them ain't you know succeeding in life. Mm-hmm. They either game banging or in jail. Or yeah. Dead. So he was telling the truth. You gotta pick and choose what life you want. And I chose mine. Yeah. But I almost you know seeing I mean, my friend get killed. Like I came that close to 
so much bullshit. Yeah, and I don't so know how I made it. Out. You and Marquise were friends. You said you were friends at elementary. We saw, yeah, we was friends at elementary, and but he was in a foster home, so he moved to Bullard, which is on the other side of town. I'm from mm -hmm. the west side, so I had to stay at Edison. Uh, so I haven't seen him, and then he transferred to back back to uh, Edison his junior year, my senior year. So it was like he was in the uh, office, and I was in. Uh, I forgot he was signing up or whatever. And he yeah. seen me, he was like Terrell, and I looked up like Marquise, and then we picked up from there. Exactly, exactly where you left off. Yeah. That's cool. That's real cool. And then so yeah, so we, I mean. That story, that chapter was really heavy. I was really started slowing down when I was reading that one. Yeah. And so, basically, the story kind of goes, uh, you guys are just hanging out one night, and you're hungry. You want to get some pizza. Marquise is like— uh, We didn't have no money. Yeah, Marquise was like, I'll sell my iPod Touch. He said, yeah, he and said. so that tells, tells you the time era of, uh, you know— of Yeah, it. so we walked across the street to Walgreens, and some guy was buying it— uh, I forgot how much, but I'm going to say a price. He was oh, Marquise was selling it for like 100 eight, or something. No, it, was, it was 80, and 80, then he, the guy only got 60. Yeah, yeah, because he said, I only got 60. My son really wanted bad. I remember looking in the car, and he had his son with him. And then Marquise was like, it's all right. You can get it. Mm -hmm. And we walk away. I'm like, bro, you stupid. Somebody else would have bought it for 80. Mm -hmm. He's like, it's all right. God going to bless me. Yeah. 30 minutes later, we go into the house, and we chilling, talking to uh, old boy, and we didn't think it was nothing was gonna happen. Marquise, me, Marquise standing up right there. Me and my nephew was sitting down in the kitchen right here, and mm -hmm. the guy was playing like you know, it start and pointed it and went off. Yeah, so it was just an accidental kind of. It was his reaction was accident, but you know, his, I think it was accident. His reaction was accident. If it was purpose, he probably would have shot me and my nephew. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like. I don't know what was going yeah, on. Just mis, yeah, mishandle of a gun. Yeah, because when I was reading it, I was trying to, I was like, oh, it just went. Yeah, you, he, 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 he had a, uh, uh, you know how people play Russian roulette. Yeah, yeah. He had those, that type of gun. He was just spinning in or messing nah, with nah, it. No, he was, man, I don't know, bro. Like, I don't know what yeah, the, the fuck, fuck was, was going, going on. on. That's fucked. At first, I thought he shot at the ceiling because when the gun went off, it was so loud. Like, mm -hmm. we all went like this and I looked up. Like, I know he didn't shoot, because I know he didn't shoot Marquise. Yeah, up, yeah. And I, see, I didn't see Marquise. I, and I looked down, he on the ground. Dude, that's wild. And then how old was your nephew? He wasn't even in high school yet. Damn. I think two years after that was his freshman year of high school. Damn. Yeah. That's heavy. Yeah, he he got he dealing with a lot of shit too because yeah. my sister is his mom. Dude, yeah, yeah. And so your so, sister is Misha, right? Book, yeah. yeah, and so Misha, uh, what, what I kind of got from that or your relationship with Misha was kind of because you, you talk about the, a mama's boy and like I'm, I'm a big mama's boy too and you're kind of craving your mom's attention. You're kind of craving right. her, just the motherly love that 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 I think it's just it's like, every boy one. Every, it, and it's also like nature versus nurture kind of that's what it, that's what yeah. it remind, reminded me of and uh, but it seemed like you and Misha Misha kind of involuntarily you know what I mean she yeah. was born earlier than you uh, when you when your mom was fourteen right yeah she my mom had her at a young age yeah at a young so age she's my oldest and, and but and she, she but it seemed like she gave you kind of that mother because yeah, when my mom was gone like she it'd be times when uh, my mom be gone for two days nobody knows where she at mm -hmm. and my sister I stay with my sister and my, and my nephew and niece uh, and her birthday was January 15th and mine's the 17th so oh you're real close yeah. Capricorns mm -hmm. and she was laid back like me she she just so happened to go out to a party, uh, an after party or whatever in Fresno. That's why I don't like going out in Fresno. And if, if anybody watching this and y'all go out in Fresno, be safe or don't do it at all. But she was at an after party and she was with my other sister, her boyfriend. Her boyfriend had on the P hat out there in Fresno. Mm -hmm. P stands for a gang. Oh, okay. And he wasn't from that gang. But so I guess somebody thought he was and then they shot it. They were shooting at him. And they're just bystander? Yeah. My sister was an innocent bystander and he got killed too. So Damn. that was fucked up. 
That's fucked yeah. up. That's why. I and then your sister had how many? Two, two kids? kids. And they was at the time they was babies down there. My nephew uh, that was with me with Marquise uh-huh. and his sister. They was like they was in fucking elementary. Damn. So he, my nephew, just imagine losing his mom. He old enough to know. Yeah. Into seeing somebody like he he had a relationship with Marquise like. So damn. That's why like he be on Facebook in his feelings. I be. Be feeling sorry for him, like, but if he need anything, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's a lot to a lot to Hell take in. Yeah. And then you talk about grieving in this chapter, and like, I think everyone deals with grieving in different ways. Uh, recently, my uh, my wife's uh, uh, cousin ended up passing away from COVID, COVID yeah. and like, it was just like I never really seen. I never been to a funeral with like where a young person passed away. Like he, COVID, he was, yeah, he was, was young. He was, I think, it was like. 35 or under. Can you have health problems? Uh, uh, no, I'm mean, uh, overweight, but like still, like, it, I just think it's just the way that the, everyone's handling COVID. Like, yeah, it's uh, like a disease, but it, they're, they're, it's not like they never once had a doctor go see him. They Skype their doctors in. Skype? Yeah. Or what? Or probably Zoom. Or whatever. Yeah. Well, no. And what the doctor is doing, telling them. Yeah, yeah. But the whole thing is like, how can you treat a patient? How can right. you really treat a patient? But like, it just, like, I had never been to a, a funeral of like someone who was like younger and it was like the saddest thing I've ever been to. Like, honestly, like, and I, I wasn't like, I mean, I, I, I hung out with funerals. him and stuff. He was like, well, I mean, he's my wife's cousin. So obviously I hung out with him, but like, I was pretty affected by it. And I, it's not like, you know, it wasn't necessarily like, I mean, it is my family, but you know what I mean? Like, you wasn't crying? You no, know, I was crying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And, that, and that's like, I, I did like, it's like, I just had never, it just was a sad scenario. Yeah, I hate I mean? funerals, bro. Uh, I was a pallbearer for Marquise, and then like two years after that, I didn't talk about that, I don't think, but my friend DeAndre Halbert got killed too, and I was a pallbearer for him. Damn. So by the, I was a pallbearer before that, like by, I wasn't even 21 yet, I don't do, but probably 21, I was mm-hmm. a pallbearer twice. And that's what, and all for your friends too. For my huh? friends, yeah. Like so, and then like my girlfriend, family members be dying to the point, I'm like, I be telling like, I don't even want to go to no funerals. Like I just, because when I go, I don't cry no more. Yeah, so you, you said that uh, with your sister's funeral, right? You just couldn't I, cry, I, I couldn't, right? That's, that's the reason why I got my tattoos too. Like, I was hurting inside, but it was like, that shit don't come out. Like, I'm... I'm really? Yeah, I show my, my pain a different way. Like, mm-hmm. I cry when I'm alone. It's just random. Mm-hmm. But I, at funerals, like... And plus, I'm so used to people dying. It's like, when my dad died at his funeral, it wouldn't even come out, bro. Really? Uh, it's hard. Like, I be... I don't know why it don't come yeah, that that is interesting, and then that's what you kind of said. And I think like, but I like that you talked about your grieving process because I think a lot of times people just uh, keep it all bottled up. Yeah, that's you know what, what I mean? do. I, I keep it all bottled up. So sometimes when I'm in a shower by myself, I think about them and I mm-hmm. cry, but not like like poo hooing, but it's like a, some tears. No, yeah, out. I gotcha. And the the teardrop kind of because you got a teardrop on your yeah. face, and that that kind of just symbolizes like symbolizes you're like I am hurting, but yeah. I just and like you're saying that people are in your high school are kind of like yeah. Like, when I first came to school, like. Right after my sister died, I got it, boom, and I came. You know, kids going to be kids. They was asking, like, what you got that for? You didn't kill nobody. Like, And then some of my friends that knew what was going on was like, chill out. Like, his sister just died. And, and so then when Marquise to- died, I had added, I got two. Oh, actually, really? Two, like, so, yeah. Like, I I was young when I got him, like, but shit, I don't regret it. Mm-hmm. And Marquise, were you, was that your freshman year of college when that happened? Yep, he was. Right? He, you uh, said he was still on high he school. He was senior, and I was a I just graduated. So, because remember, I told you we had met back up. Mm-hmm. His senior, my senior year, his junior. So that next year, I graduated. He was a senior, and that's mm-hmm. when he passed. Damn. And I liked what you. I'm gonna read a little quote that you had, but on the on page 14, I think it was. 
Dear, let me see. I it just it just really stuck out with me, and because like uh, it just said, uh, I learned that life is too short, and you need to enjoy your loved ones while they are still living. Everyone deals with pain differently. Getting a teardrop tattoo was a way I dealt with my pain at the time. My sister was in my life for a reason, even though she was only here for a short time. I'm still learning more about what the reason is by day by day. I think grieving is a lifelong process. Like my tattoo, I don't think the pain ever really goes away. You just learn how to manage it better with time. She would want me to, my, me to live my life happy and be happy, not sad. So that's how I'm going to continue her legacy and make sure her kids are good, just like she did for me. Like, just It was just like, I feel like, like, you know, you had like, obviously there's so many tragic events that happen in your life, but at, uh, almost like the last paragraph of almost every single chapter, it's kind of like you reflect back on yeah. what what you learned and like what you can look at. Right. And then I think, what chapter was it? It's when you talk about it's the first time you pray to God. Was that Misha? Yeah, when she was in the hospital, it was like, yeah, I so, knew I had to pray to God. Like, and that was the first sure time you said out. you turned to God, right? Pretty first much time I line. prayed as a kid. Like, I used to always, in the back of my head, knew God existed. Mm -hmm. But as far as me, like, sitting there talking to him, praying, like, begging, mm -hmm. that, that was, was the first, first time. time. I, like, and that's the first time you really reached out and trying yeah. to, like, God and came even into your the, life. And even she died, so that's, like, made me, like, I don't know. I believed him even more, like, okay, I don't know, like. But I was like, why? Why her, though? Mm -hmm. I, I prayed to him and she died, like. It just made me more intrigued, like by life. Like I wonder if he real. I'm at to figure out. And I kept on going through stuff, and and then every time something happened, good happened. So I'm like, maybe this is how life. Yeah, is. maybe this I is. I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, and I think I think that. I mean, I don't I don't know exactly, but I mean, the reason that religion, in my in my opinion, is like so prominent is that like. Like everyone wants, I mean, whether whatever religion it is, everyone kind of wants to believe that like this isn't it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't, and like, and like, I have no idea, like, you know, uh, what's actually real and what's not. And like, no, no one really does. But that's why people have that faith. Is right. just just because uh, it's the longing that like there's more to life than exactly. than just this. You know what I mean? I rather believe than not, than when die and is real than I don't know. I rather believe in God right now. And then not believe him. So, like, what if? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, what's something happen? Like, and, and then, and yeah, he's real. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It done fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I do, that's why I say energy. It, everything is energy to me. Mm -hmm. The energy you put out. Is yeah, and so I, yeah, and I, I think, think I really no, and energy. I think I, like I, I translate with energy too. It's like like when I have these conversations with people afterwards, I just feel like the like I, I don't know how to explain it, but it's almost like a high. It's like I have yeah, yeah, yeah. like good energy and stuff like that. And I've had podcasts where right. you know there wasn't a good energy too. Feels? Uh just uh <laughs> one or two, but <laughs> But they come in and be all like mm -hmm. it, it was just uh, yeah, a little yeah, mumbly and then just uh like it's just like I hey I'm having my podcast because I want to have a conversation. Yeah. Don't just like some people just sit there like waiting for me to answer, ask them the questions. I'm like hey, we're having a conversation. <laughs> right. It's not it's not it's that's not a, solely the like interview. Point of the podcast, you know what I mean? yeah. yeah, it's an hour long for a reason. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then in, and so and then so after your sister passed away, and so we just read that quote right there. Uh, you kind of—that's when you had new. Be it was a new beginnings chapter, yeah. and that's when you ended up moving back with your dad. Correct. Uh, yeah, I moved back with my dad. Yeah, and so kind of what was that? What was like the la last straw that, or like, why'd you kind of just decide to move back with your dad? Uh, like I used to, he told me personally, like the welfare check was in my name, and I told him like my mom not giving me shit out of that. Like, yeah, I'm not getting nothing. Uh, I'm going to school wearing the same shit I wore last year. He was like, dude, if you come stay with me, I'll let you keep your check. All you gotta do is give me the food stamps. Just put food now. So I'm yeah. like, all right. And then he did, we went through that whole process to get it switched over uh, because 
my mom wasn't. She was, I don't know what she was doing with the money, but, and when I did get money from like gambling with my friends, she like, I have it in my drawer and it come up missing. She try to blame it on somebody else. So I'm like, yeah, I'm leaving. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. why I moved with my dad. That's why you moved with your dad. And then your dad's Something like, I should have been, like, I, man, my dad is dead. Like, I think about it all the time, like, I should have been, I should spend more time with yeah, him. Yeah, Because he true. was like, he was cool, laid back. Like, and, and you, so you have a, so in the beginning of the book, you talk about you and your brother and how, uh, basically in the very beginning, your brother was like, or you were, you living, were you living with your dad in the beginning at first? Yeah, I think because. And uh, then you decided to move with your mom, right? Yeah. Yeah, mama's boy, like yeah, ma- yeah, exactly. I think I, I, I think I had to stay with my dad. I think it was some type of custody thing because yeah. of the drug issue she mm-hmm. had. So I think my dad had custody, and mm-hmm. I was like, wanted to stay with my mom. I think it was le- legal what I did. Like, so my mom used to take me. Mm-hmm. My dad let me go with my mom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He I has custody so much, of her, but he's allowed to let you do whatever. Yeah, yeah. he let me go over there, so I mm-hmm. stayed with her a couple of times. I mean, I stayed with her the majority of my childhood. Yeah, and then you moved back over, and that was like your senior year of high school, kind of right? That, that uh, you, yeah, no, my senior year, I moved with my dad. Yeah, and your dad, uh, and he was sick. Yeah, yeah. So he uh, was on dialysis. Dialysis. For uh, what almost was, half of his. And own what life. was that, or what caused kidney issue? Kidney he had issue? kidney issues. Uh, man, hell of shit. Uh, I remember they. I, found, I was in middle school when they amputated his leg and then they started cutting his fingers off. So yeah. slowly but surely, he yeah. started. Yeah, I don't... So dialysis, it's like you have a liver issue, right? Or yeah, he was on dialysis because he had kidney transplant. Like, people oh, was trying okay. to give him kidneys. One failed, but he had kidney issues. And the uh, when I was staying with him, I used to wake up at like 4 o'clock in the morning just to get him ready for dialysis, put him in his wheelchair and like get him mm-hmm. dressed and get him ready to go. And, you know... And you said he was always at your games too, right? Yeah, he showed up to my games even in his wheelchair. Like he he was real supportive mm-hmm. when he when he could. Like unfortunately, sometimes he was either in the hospital or he couldn't. Cause yeah, yeah. In pain, but he loved he loved the way I played sports. He was mm-hmm. supportive. And so, how was that when you moved back in your senior year? Because like uh, you're saying, you wish you had more time with him. Was it just kind of just kind of rebuilding that relationship, or was kind of just it went just to instantly Re- rebuild uh, everything? He taught me. Uh, I, I love paying bills right now because he taught me, like, you know, you got to take care of your responsibility. Yeah. Man. And, you know, right now I pay all the bills. I don't care if, you know, for my girl, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, step up to the plate because my dad taught me that. Uh, yeah. He taught me a lot. Uh, well, yeah, what's what's something that you think that like, stuck with you, like, throughout? This response, handle your responsibilities. Yeah. That's why when I have a kid, I'm, I'm being his life because... My dad was in my life, and I see the, you know, what what the effect. You know. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, some people, a lot of people don't have their, their dad in life, and I see how they act. Like, they hurt over that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, dang, I didn't know people really need their dad in their life like that. But It's just that father figure. or yeah. and, and if it's not your dad, it's just that male figure. Because I think a lot of people do find that in different yeah. people. Like, whether it's teacher or whatever right. it may be, you know. But, like, it, that's. I think yeah, I do think that's big. Is it's different when your when your dad is alive and he's not and you and that person know their dad is alive and they still not in their life. Mm-hmm. That's tough because I know a couple of people who dad is like alive but they don't fuck with their kids. Yeah, and the yeah. Kids, they grow to be like it's a sick cycle basically yeah. of of it's and it's weird because it's weird that people choose to deal with things that way because it's like don't. Don't you see that it's like the same thing that right. you dealt with? Like the reason that you feel whatever the way you feel and then like they're just doing it to their own kids or something? It yeah. just doesn't make sense to me. It don't. 
Yeah. And then uh, while we're on the subject of your dad, let's talk about the uh, electric, is it called Boogaloos? Electric Boogaloos. Boogaloos, yeah. They're famous. Yeah, I know, yeah. So kind of talk about- You start off with the original ones. Yeah, Uh, yeah. So kind of talk about what that was. I I mean, I just feel like, you said he would always tell you stories about it. He used to tell me stories about it. He used to travel. talk about a story about about it. (laughs) Travel, like they was even on the Soul Train before. uh, What stopped him from going is he got sicker, uh, but- Still to this day, uh, uh, Boogaloo, uh, I think it's uh, Pete. One of them, they follow me on Instagram, and I call him Unk. So, oh, really? He got a blue check mark. Uh, oh, he cool. Boogaloo, and then the other man, they big, especially like in China. Uh huh. So and they're like a dance crew. Is that what they dance were? Dance crew, like they like pop locking. Uh huh. You know, and my dad was before he died. Uh, it was some documentary people coming to over to his house, and they was talking to him about. The really? moonwalk, because one of the people in that group created the moonwalk, and Michael Jackson had scouts come over and like, I promise really? you not, like if it, that That's boogaloo, sick. they made a movie about the boogaloos. Yeah. So did you ever watch that documentary then? Or no? The, no, they they didn't follow through. Oh really? I don't know why, but they was coming like a bunch of people came over and was interviewing my dad, and I was like, "What they doing?" He was like, "They were talking about when I used to dance and That's how cool. Michael Jackson got the moonwalk from us." Yeah. And I'm like, "That's crazy." Well, it's crazy because probably all your life you hear about these stories, but you're also like, I don't know, Dad. Like, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? I'm so young. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he yeah, me, yeah. When he's okay. telling me he's dance, I'm like, you, you didn't dance. You going like, I couldn't see it because he, because he, I know him for him being you know, wheelchair and stuff. Wheelchair, so. <laughs> yeah. But when people be like, yeah, your dad was real good. Like he, that's cool, and it's kind of cool. Like at the end, or like then, then when they're coming over, you're like, man, my right. old man was right. <laughs> like, yeah, he was. Like I guess he, I guess he wasn't making that up. <laughs> didn't. Uh, they had sent me a video I had posted on my page because I got a lot of followers and a lot of people was like, your dad is a legend. Ooh, like people from different countries. I'm like, wow. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That's pretty crazy. I just wish he was alive. Like when he died, he didn't be able to see me prosper. So like, yeah, um, like he'll, yeah. I was barely getting started. Mm-hmm. But now like, I I think he'll be proud. No, I de- <laughs> definitely think so. And then, so you talked about one of the stories is basically he just ended up starting to bleed Somehow through his Man, arm. That was or, crazy. Yeah, uh, so that was the that year story. he pa- passed. I think uh, he used to have like uh, patches because you know dialysis they patch him up and he like mm-hmm. under that patch it'd be like a big old thing and it'd be bleeding. But one day, I guess I was in the room playing a game and he said he called my name. I ran out there and it was blood skirting out like hella I had to put pressure on it it was bleeding through the towel I'm like oh man he's like call we called the uh, 911 and they took so long to come and so like so there's so like patches long. like so it's just like kind of like their skin's like having a hard time healing so they just put a patch on it I don't or know what, what it was yeah. I don't know what it was cause like you were like, even on the book it kind of just just like you didn't know what was going on either it yeah. just started uh, and I tried to like and then we it took them like almost an hour to come I thought he was gonna die he lost some of his blood and then they came, I was like, I was mad. Like, man, it took y'all so long to come. Yeah. And then, like, when you call them, you know, when they ask the questions, that's another 15 minutes. So when yeah, we got the phone, like, they took another hour to come. Like, bro, if we was in the suburbs, y'all would have yeah, been here. Yeah, yeah, You're, like, just thinking it's, like, not I thought he was going to die right there. Damn. That would have been another. And then, yeah, and then he ended up dying later that, or passing away later that, later that year. year. Uh, yeah. And you were so used to him in another hospital all your life, right? And so you just kind of were, like— he gonna bounce back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then I had got the call. My auntie was like, uh, "No, I think the day before I went to the hospital, I think I knew they knew he was dying, so they told me to go check on him, go visit him." And I was looking at him, and he couldn't talk. He was just looking at me, and then I said a prayer for him, left, and then that's when my auntie called the next day, say he died. But luckily, I got to like 
at least be with him that yeah. that last little moment and just have your time with him. Yeah. See stuff like that. I'm seeing Marquise and it, it's it's hard, but looking back on it, like it made me who I am of today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that like your story is one of those that it's like, man, like I can almost can't believe like you know all the stuff that happened yeah. to you. And that's why you're saying like my life's like a movie. Like yeah. I didn't like yeah. It just seems like some I stuff. I need that, to get a, a you got to get a deal, a man. Crew, a crew yeah. together so I could react that whole movie against all odds, dude. Get an Amazon deal or Netflix. I mean, uh, just talk about Amazon it. Or yeah. Netflix. And put it on there. Dude, yeah, even just make a little. Sometimes all you have to do is make like a three minute version of it. Uh-huh. You just, just show them like, hey, this is like the idea I have, basically. Or like, what is it? It's like a. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It's like a. Because I could, I could, I could afford like to pay the actors that mm-hmm. in there now, like. I just wanted to get out there. Yeah, I know, and it, yeah, and like you're saying, like, and it's basically like a, just a documentary form of right. of it, basically, and like your trials and tribulations. And then the next chapter, you know, after your dad passed away, it was uh, you meeting. So you you had two blood brothers that you never met before, right? Right. They was in a foster home. They younger than me, but they twins, right? They twins, two twin brothers. They uh, Jawan and Johnnell. Uh, I remember when I was younger, when my mom we used to go to a place to visit them. And I took, I had a picture with him. Mm-hmm. And then I was like four or five. And then after that, that's the last time I seen him. Really? And then it wasn't until, damn, what year was that? 2019 or 20? Mm-hmm. Uh, my niece called me. He's like, we found the twins. I'm like, you lying. And there's like, he just wrote me on Facebook. So I wrote him and was like, is, is it true? He was like, yeah. So we met up with him. Uh, he wanted, uh, one of the brothers didn't want to meet my mom yeah. because I guess the, foster parents was feeding stuff in his head saying that my mom threw him away. Yeah, was yeah. Really true. I was telling him, like, bro, she was on drugs. Like, she lost, she could have lost me if it wasn't for my yeah. dad. Like, only reason why y'all was in the foster home because y'all dad probably was on drugs or something too. Yeah. I got a sister that's that was in the foster home mm-hmm. too, but y'all just got the, I, I couldn't explain it. I was a kid. I don't know why y'all had to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why you didn't, like- it didn't fit. It didn't sit too well with him. So you said one of them, right? He didn't, didn't come. Yeah. He didn't come see my mom. He still haven't seen her. And the other one, he seen her, and he was coming around more after that. But mm-hmm. you know, his girlfriend, he got a girlfriend, and his girlfriend kind of don't like the family or something like that. So really? he don't come. Yeah, around. it kind of so sucks because it's, like, it's just it like, sucked. But at least I met him. Too. Yeah, at least but yeah, they don't come know. around like that. Like, yeah, yeah. And plus, their family was more in in from Kingsburg, and they were and they were raised to whatever. People. Yeah, yeah. you said uh, they changed their names, right? To like you're like uh, Emmett and Emmett and uh, Emmett Quinton the, or something like that. Emmett Brooks. Emmett, Emmett and what's the fucking other one name? Emmett. Wasn't Q some Q Quint what? You said like you're like I don't know what you didn't say you like you get you're like they gave them their white names or something like that yeah, in the Emmett book. And, uh, Seth. Seth. Yeah, yeah. It was. I was like Quentin. I was like I know it's a fucking Seth, white ass Emmett name. And Seth yeah. Brooks. Uh, man, they loved. But that's good though. They got people. They loved them. Yeah, loved you know what family. I mean. And the, yeah, and the thing is like you know maybe like I, my other brother was even staying with me for a while, and you know I, I'm grateful for that. He was staying with me for like six months in my apartment. And you know, we we build the bond. Yeah, Shit that's happens. cool. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, it is. And like, I'm yeah, happy I met him. Yeah, exactly. Something I always wanted to do. Like, you, yeah, at the beginning. When I first started writing my book, I so what, I didn't when have did no you, ties. When did you I didn't start know writing your book? Like what? Like because it was probably just I you started, know, uh, probably like 
And then it took you about how one in my notes. It was all in my notes. You know your iPhone yeah, yeah, yeah. notes. It start off like that's how I ha- just in case got I got all these like, questions yeah. for you in my notes right now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, and so you just write on it, writing on your notes. And then when did you publish it? When did it come out? Last year, twenty twenty. Yeah, last year, twenty twenty. Uh, and was that through the pandemic you know crazy? and it, stuff? Or that's like, crazy. You said pandemic because once I released it, I was I had COVID. <laughs> really, I was fucked up, but my book was released, so I had to promote it on Instagram. Uh-huh. Tell my friends like it's out, but I had COVID on it. Really, and so you were working on it then before COVID, then, huh? Or Hell was, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously before, COVID, but I mean, uh, like what went out? When did it, when in twenty twenty did it come out? Was it like beginning of the year, or is it like uh, was it September? Like, did you did COVID kind of help you, uh, and not help you, but help you kind of get like, well, I don't got nothing to do right now. Let me focus on. Oh uh, no! Uh, before or? that, uh, I had uh, actually met a girl named Mia through the Axe campaign. Mm-hmm. I told you about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she was working on that, and then we built a bond. Till this day, I call her sis. She called me little bro, but she she was like, "What do you want to do?" I was like, "I want to write a book about my life." And she said, "Well, I got some people I can help you out," and she really did. Real, so, that's cool. To this day, we still connected, and she helped me like find the the uh, editor, mm-hmm. and the editor helped me like. Put it on Amazon, and that's cool. So now, from I could, if I write a book right now, I know how to do everything. Yeah, exactly. Only thing I do is get the editor. Like I could put it on Amazon, do everything yeah. by myself. And then you, you talked about I think like how your your family members right kind of were like pushing you to finish the book or something like that. I think in your like acknowledgments, you're like saying something like. Uh, Maybe about your. I, th- I thought it was something about your family members, like helping you or like pushing uh, you to continue writing the book or something my mom, like that. Uh, my mom. I mean, your mom. My mom okay, was, gotcha. When the main ones continue, I like, pushed me. Like, she, I came to her about it. Like, I, I, before I write this book, mom, like, I'm I'm going to talk about you in the book. She's like, you can tell them anything. Like, uh-huh. I, I'm an open book too. Like, is your are you and your mom's relationships uh, good still? Yeah, she she still staying friends. No, uh, we good. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's you have to help her out some time. Mm-hmm. And then, so, and then you talk about in this blessings chapter about it's kind of like a reflection of like the whole book almost, just like what you can draw from things and what you can be thankful for. That's what I kind of took that chapter as. And then you talk about that. That's when you found meditation, and we talked about it earlier. But what did meditation kind of like allow you to to do? Just process things. Process things like slow things down. Uh, Focus on positive things. Like whenever, like I'm feeling negative vibes or energy, I just go in there and you know cut on some. I go on YouTube and type in meditation music or whatever, and put that on. Mm-hmm. Close my eyes and just breathe. Focus on breathing and like I said, visualize. You know the things I want in life, positive things. You know, it's, it's, I don't know. Meditation is powerful. It's hard for me to explain. Like mm-hmm. how I go. Well, I think it, well, it's hard to explain because everybody. I don't sit down and do. You know, I just oh, I, I, I could be in a yeah. chair and just like. Yeah, quiet. Just, it, it got to be quiet. Yeah, you just like, got to take some time. Yeah, yeah I, I wasn't meditating for a while. Feel and I, better. Yeah, like I had that app Headspace for a while. Headspace, is it good? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's just like, uh, yeah, in the, the, there's a free trial of 10 episodes and you can shit. I think you can pick it's 5, 10, or 15 minutes. And it, it basically just gets you to calm down. Like it gets you to like, it's it's leading you into it, but it it's doing it in a way where it's kind of teaching you like, hey, like, now that like it'll be like notice your your mind's drifting right now. Bring it back to the center and start just focusing you on. Said it's called Headspace. Yeah, Headspace. It's pretty good. I'm about to get that. Yeah, yeah, dude, check it I out. Know LeBron James had one too. I was gonna check his out. There's, too, there's Headspace and there's also one called Awake. Awake and Wake. They're, and they're both honestly, well, I think they're both Same. little different styles, but they're both Same. really cool and both have free trials. So just check them both out. Whatever one you like, yeah. I definitely definitely recommend. I, I was meditating before I came up here. 
Oh, really? Really? Yeah. yeah. Only had like for like ten minutes, but sometimes that shit help. Gotta put your, some good energy out, huh? Go in. I go in feeling sluggish. Come out feeling like a, a whole new. person. Oh, okay, that's cool. That's real cool. I love it. And then uh, this chapter, you also talked about you finally found your why, like your why of living. And I think that's more than anything in this book. That's something that everybody can relate to. Everyone's kind of searching for what the purpose is, you know, and and why they're living and what you can do. And you said like basically when you posted that first video, you like found you realize how many people you can make happy, basically, right? right? Even if I'm feeling fucked up, if I could make a skit right now, it's been times I've been feeling depressed, but I'm like. I still got, I still got people to help. I gotta put on my cape and I make my skit. I mean, my video, put it out, and it. If you just read the comments on Facebook, like that's why I love my fans. Like people, be like thank you so much. Mm-hmm. You, it, the, the the messages be like, uh, you saved me from my my uh, dad just died. I'm in a dark place. Your videos, I haven't smiled in a week. Like stuff like that is yeah. better. That's better than a deposit to mm-hmm. me. Just seeing that, yeah, yeah. Because I know how I feel to be in a dark place and depressed. And that's why I started making videos because when I was in a dark place, I seen skits on Vine or whatever. I'm like, I could do that. Mm-hmm. You know, that made me laugh. And I was like, I want to start doing that. So I could just imagine how I'm making people feel. And I don't even talk in my videos. So that's yeah, most powerful. Of them, huh? Yeah, almost, that's powerful. None of them, huh? Uh, I'm with Hard the Earl. Them, in the Earl, yeah. when I say some shit with Earl, like yeah. keep talking. But yeah. <laughs> that's cool too. It's kind of, yeah, you found your, and then you said you're not a, like, you're, so you're like, you're a content creator, social media comedian, kind of influencer, I guess. Yeah, influ- yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like it's one of those things where it's like a new day and age yeah. thing. So it's like you're like I don't I do a lot of things. Yeah, I don't know how to explain I really what I do. Yeah, I don't. Sometimes I don't even consider myself a comedian because it's been times people are like, oh, we want to pay you to come do stand up. No, I'm not doing that. Stand up's a whole fucking hell thing, yeah, bro. Not- I always think like I weirdly always like randomly think like, oh, that'd be a good stand up comedian bit. Yeah. But then it's like you gotta. You can't just go on stage and do it. You it's gotta different. like be doing that shit every night or multiple repeated now, times. Now, if you tell me, oh, I can act, I'd rather act and do be funny or even serious. But yeah. stand up, that's the whole. Like, I could see like uh, like on your YouTube channel doing like like what we talked about, but just like longer versions of yeah, your videos, that's just easy, skits. Though. Yeah, yeah. Especially with your characters that you're already like developing and stuff. Right. And then in blessings, you talk about Job and that the, it's one of your favorite books in the Bible. Yes, sir. And then you talked to also I don't know what chapter it was, but it was uh, well, uh, a Marquise's chapter when or yeah, what did you call him? Keys? Is there what what do you call or Quis? Uh, Quis. Okay, yeah. I was yeah. And uh, you're talking about how at that time, like, you know, you, you really dove into reading the Bible, the Bible right? Yeah. And so what kind of drew you to, what do you, what, what, what do you feel drew you to that? I was so searching, like, that's when Marquise died. And I was like, man, I don't know. At first, I felt, part of me felt like I was going crazy, but I think it was God just drawing, like, I was getting closer to him and I opened up the Bible didn't know how to read it because it was like thou shall. Yeah. Is that exactly what we're talking about? <laughs> and right? I don't know how I yeah. kept reading it though. I'm, I kept reading it in some YouTube videos used to pop up, and man, I read Job, and I really fell in love. That's when I really started reading the Bible because his story is hey, so we'll relatable. Talk about his story a little bit for those. Uh, he, uh, Job, the devil came, and the devil came to God. Was like, uh, your servant Job, like. Let me tempt him, basically. And God mm-hmm. was like, God gave the devil the right, like, oh, yeah. go ahead. Like I know. He's not going to, you know. Yeah. And the devil tempted him and he, Job lost everything. His kids, I guess. Uh, all his, his, his belongings, his, his belongings and or whatever. And he never, like, he still uh, was a man of God. And uh-huh. long story short, in the end, God blessed him 10 times more than what he had. 
So uh, that just goes to show like when, around that time how I lost Marquise. Yeah. I was losing everything and I still was like, I believe in God. Like I told you, like when I lost my sister, like that was the first time I prayed, but yeah. I still was like trying to like, God, like show me you real. Like, Yeah. And dude, what the, the thing about Marquise, Marquise's story is that's like that I couldn't get over is just the... Just that I think quote. about that every day, bro. Just, just a quote that God's gonna bless me. Blocked. Like that shit's wild. You like he literally said God's gonna bless me, and then you're like, and then an hour later, an hour later it's he, just he died. So maybe that was his blessing. God's coming to get yeah, him for whatever reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, they just just like you're saying, and like, and it, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's 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 kind of. I mean, I. It's inspiring that like it kind of instead of drawing you away because that could easily draw anybody to be like anybody. fuck fuck yeah yeah fuck game big all my friends game I could easily say fuck life I don't know how I'm here right now like, yeah with you instead of in the streets but yeah, for God, a reason you know I what guess I mean I'm I'm really like God God is using me because mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm here bro that's this thing about it God is good yeah. I agree. I agree. And then the last, it's, or basically the last chapter is like against all odds. And that's kind of like, how did you come up with the name? I mean, obviously, like, I kind of get it. Yeah, I get bro. it. You don't really have to explain it, but just like, did it just come to you? At first, I, was, I had different ones, but. Uh, you remember any of the other other names that you had? I really don't. All, uh, <laughs> no worries. But uh, against all odds, really, like, man, I had to cook. Co- I'm, I'm still going against the odds against me sometimes, but you got to overcome, like, I'm pretty sure, like, growing up in inner city, the mm-hmm. odds, like, you got to go against the odds to become, you know, anybody. Mm-hmm. Not hey. just African-Americans, but, uh, man, that this, this title alone, Against All Odds, like, yeah. you, you, the things I had to go against could have easily... Could have easily detoured you to way. go, yeah, yeah, exactly. Made you go the wrong way or I'm make still, the wrong decisions. I'm still here, Against All Odds. Yeah. So. Dude, yeah, and I, yeah, I just appreciate you telling your story because, like, I think that you know, it, you couldn't be more opposite on social media than the book in the sense of obviously yeah. you're fu- you're you're a comedian or yeah. you know what I mean. You're funny, like all your videos are funny, and this book was obviously like, yeah, kind of like uh, this is where you, I came. I don't from. even promote it that much, like I should. <laughs> yeah. But I, but I'm a, like, I'm a, Amazon every month, like you know, they send a check, and I'm like, damn, they still buying it. I'll be, I forgot all, all about. Yeah, that. yeah, 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 exactly. But, it's a good book. I, I kind of. I wish I would have bought the. I, I ended up reading it on Monday. I think I read the whole thing just Monday. I just sat down because I'd rather have it be fresh. Yeah. But originally, I had ordered it the week prior. But then Amazon, yeah, for some you, reason, you can have this one, bro. Oh, dude, I appreciate. That. Yeah. My uh, Amazon the the week prior, it was like one of those things where I ordered it and then Amazon for some reason skipped out or something like that, and it was yeah. just like. Uh, like uh, now it's being shipped or whatever, and I was yeah. like, okay, I got, I got to get this now. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I almost hit you up, like, hey, can I just do you have one I could buy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? No, but then you I was can like, have it, bro. cool, thank you, man. I'll have she, you, I'll she, have she, you she. sign it afterwards. Oh yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. And then so now nowadays, uh, you you you're thinking about writing a second book. You said right? Yeah. And uh, kind of similar or like about uh, trials and errors, or I mean, or trials and tribulations, or a little different. Probably dig more about mental health and mm-hmm. probably talk about like. You know, everybody want to, like, make money on social media, but they don't know what comes with it. Mm-hmm. Money don't, like, I want to talk about how the money don't heal my pain that I wanted, like, mm-hmm. how I thought it would. Like, I, don't know, I, st- I still got time to think about it, but yeah, it's yeah, yeah, be but just that. slowly. Yeah. So, yeah, basically just re- relating, uh, you know, what happened with you and then. Yeah. And 
what like what you've learned from it basically right. again, huh? Obviously, I want to like get a little bit more bigger before I write another one, so I could mm-hmm. like have more stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. Do you have any like growth plans for like that's kind of was like like for like twenty twenty two like going into it? Like any like do you like do you ever think about numbers wise or do you just think like as far as like, number wise to, uh, like uh, whether followers view oh uh, yeah uh, like t- that. I want to hit for Instagram. I want to at least two thousand before next year in. I want to have what, like at least seven hundred or five six. Double it, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to get close to a million. Instagram. That's my only purpose: getting to a million or yeah. blue check mark. Because when you get a blue check mark, it, it, it naturally, opens up. Yeah, more shit. naturally opens, it opens up, up stuff. Yeah, naturally. Yeah, that's cool. And people be telling me like I should have one. Like, yeah, I wonder what it. What it there's, there's always those like, people, those people that comment. Or they're like right. scams, but it's like get your blue check mark here. No, you never. Know what I mean? would never. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody wrote me today. Hey, you want a blue check mark? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like I just want to give it to me. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I just want yeah Instagram to give it to me. I want to work for it. I don't want to buy it mm-hmm. yeah well, I guess what it, is, it just legitimizes you kind of that's like what it does right yeah. like pretty much it's like hey this is this is the one and only basically right. kind of and then so you have any uh, I mean just working on what, or what are you doing like besides videos you know and stuff what do you what do you, what do, you do in your free time your spare time <laughs> or like what are your hobbies I guess reading uh, reading you work out or anything I jog sometimes in my yeah. neighborhood when I'm not, but I be so caught up in, I make so many videos a day. That's my whole, like, mm-hmm. and then when I'm done making videos, my I probably have to do stuff with my girlfriend and, and then, like. Yeah, that's like me. Like, if I come here to, like, work during the day or something. I tell myself I need a break. Like, I go to Vegas, like, just now with the Vegas for a vacation, but I still call myself making videos. <laughs> well, because then you're, like, in a different scenario yeah. and you could do different things. Different and things, so, so it's like, like, well, when I travel, why wouldn't I no put off. them in those different situations? Did Earl go to Vegas or no? Yeah, I made a Vegas video. Okay, Earl. gotcha. I'm going to do another one for New Year's. I got to take I gotta take, back I gotta to take Vegas that. Yeah, for New Year's. Okay. I got to take that wig with me everywhere I go. I realize that because I'll be going places like... I think, oh, fuck, I should have had it, huh? Yeah. Like, just have it back in your car, huh? Yeah. Or is it in your bag? In my back pocket. <laughs> and did you just get that wig uh, like off Amazon? Yeah. <laughs> off Amazon. I and who would have thought, huh? Yeah. I got it. Earl got his own page. Oh, Earl does have his own page yeah. too? And I didn't know that. And, and that so you were kind of... generating. And so uh, when you make videos, do you try to, try to make one every day or multiple every day? Or what's uh, your kind of game plan there? If I'm not doing nothing at all, if I'm not busy, I'll make two to three a day. So so that next day I could mm-hmm. just post, post. And then when I'm down to my last video that day... You'll kind of work on more stuff? Work on, work on more stuff. Or when I'm going on vacation, I'll make as much videos as I can. Like for New Year's, I'm going to Vegas on the 30th. I'm going to Vegas for on the 30th. I'm probably gonna make hella videos. Just so you can this post whole over week, there. yeah. So I, so when I go out there, I won't be. You know, I gotta start the new year off strong. Yeah, yeah. And then hey, start start with some uh, yeah. Earl in Vegas again, huh? That's what I do on my free time though, meditating and like I gotta I, I gotta sit there and tell myself what can I do to get more creative. Mm-hmm. So. That, Dude, and the, like, even surrounding yourself with different people that yeah. allow you to do that, and that's the thing too. Like, that's, uh, it's hard finding that. Like now, like I see you guys have a studio whenever yeah, I got dude, an yeah, idea. Yeah, if you ever want to come, like we can make a video right now. Like Earl get interviewed on the yeah, radio. Yeah, this like dude, a little, hey, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, if I come out with an idea, I'm definitely coming. I'm gonna hit you up. Yeah, no, dude, dude. You guys got a, spe- a good space here. Yeah, dude, dude. Seriously, hit us up anytime. We're always yeah. here working on stuff. And the whole thing is just like you, we you want would, this. You'll be cool hopping in the skit. Yeah, yeah, dude. See, Trust could, me. we could turn this like a to office. You could interview Earl for like a dude, job. Exactly. It'd be funny. It'd bring be, his resume in. Like, what yeah, the fuck? Yeah, exactly. Dude, there we go. That's I've been wanting to do that for a while. 
No, dude, and, and we got light, and it's funny because it's like when we got this place, it's like 500 square feet, so you know that feels like oh, it's pretty small. But like the fact that there's th- three different rooms in it makes it feel like okay, and like it's funny because we do camera stuff, so it's like oh, if we put like the camera this way, you're in a whole different room. If you put it that way, it looks like you're in a different room because of the red curtain. If you put it out there this way, it looks, you know what I mean? It's like right. one of those things where like growing up or like when I was first getting into photography and cameras and stuff, it's like I'm watching all these videos and it looks like all these people have all these setups and right. have all these offices. And now that I have this place, I realize that, oh no, they just this have- This is all like for the, for the video I was telling you about, uh-huh. I'm serious. Like we're going to come in here and you're going to interview Earl for a job dude. and he's going to fuck it up like always. Yeah, like, dude. He's going to come in high, late. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, even like even doing it like you know or like bring some like powder or stuff like do it like while I'm interviewing him you know what I mean (laughs) that'd be perfect yeah yeah. just stuff like that Yeah, and and that's like the the group of guys that I have this with so Jimmy and then my other buddy Duffy who makes a lot of music Uh, it's just like we all like kind of found each other just because like me and Jimmy have been doing stuff ever since that dream job video but then uh, like we all kind of like like when Duffy's maybe slacking or if I'm slacking or somebody like we kind of all are all accountable on each right. other and you push each other and I think you that's got, like what you, you got a, you got a team yeah, yeah exactly and so yeah so yeah me and Jimmy mainly do uh, like photography videography a lot more, a lot more video stuff honestly right. and which I mean goes goes in line perfectly with what what you do so that mean so that, that that's that's good because when we make our video or uh-huh. whatever, one of them could record it for us yeah yeah exactly exactly and yeah and so then you you started getting into editing you said you use Premiere Pro yeah, I actually went to uh, uh, school for uh, like a couple of years, uh, Full Sail University for oh, okay. uh, digital cinematography. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, I had dropped out though because that's when my video stuff started to pick up. So oh, I didn't okay. have time to do both. So I was like, ah, video. That's cool though. But so, I learned so a lot. Already into, I learned yeah. a lot, yeah. And so was that, where was that? Was that online or was it? It was school? online, but it was located in Florida. Oh, okay. I could have went you. there, but I'm like, well, I, st- I could stay here and do it. Yeah. And stay well, home. And, yeah. Plus, I didn't have money. Mm-hmm. Well, and Central Valley, too, is like, uh, I mean, it's it, it's cheaper of living. Obviously, it's getting more expensive. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, California. But yeah, uh, California in general. But people always talk <laughs> crap about California. I and I'm like, it. I don't yeah, leave. Ah, I don't, like, I even, like, I love this area. Like, And that's the thing, too, with this podcast. It's like, a lot of people, like, growing up and growing up in Fresno, I'm sure everyone talks shit about the area, growing up Hell in yeah. Merced, and it doesn't matter where in the Central Valley, always growing up, people do. Right. And it's like, like, you know, growing up, you kind of fall into that same, like, mentality of it. But then uh, recently, like, basically since that, a couple years before the pandemic, Merced really started trying to revamp up, revamp downtown. Yeah. But, like, since the pandemic and, like, El Capitan, have you been to El Capitan, the hotel? It's, yeah. it, has a, it has, like, a little cafe, so you could go have coffee in there. And then they I also— I Well, because be, me and my girl do DoorDash on when we uh, board. When we board. I gotcha. And then they also have, like, a courtyard in there where you can have drinks and they have the appetizers and stuff. But it, it's just, like, you go there and you're like, oh, shit. Like, I don't even—I feel like I'm in the Bay Area, honestly. And they, they just redid it. So, like— Y'all redoing y'all mall, too, huh? I mean, the mall's been the mall's been uh, getting redone for five years now. So uh, that picture not- that that picture that that got displayed, <laughs> yeah. I don't see it coming like that at all. Like I'm how? like I'm like, wait, what is this? Is this a two story mall? How are you guys gonna <laughs> do that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you're just gonna build on top of this one right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, that's funny you say that because my uh, my uh, wife came on the podcast and she was like, the Merced Mall shows you that you never give up on yourself. You can always keep trying because they've been freaking <laughs> trying to redo it for five years. I didn't know they were doing it that long. Yeah, I thought that was. Dude, Sears, Sears has been getting redone like four years ago. Fuck, what's, going, what's, what's wrong? I don't know. What's Maybe lack deal? of money, but I'm like, come on, the UC's here. Like, yeah. you guys need the, you need them all. Like, I'm sure the UC. So students, Fresno have more money than Merced? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I think that 
because right now downtown is like have you been downtown merced really yeah. at all yeah like that's all revamped like it's all pretty new and so i think the money must have gone there a little more i kind of think for like they got from the bulldogs then they got the save mars center they got a lot and of they have a lot of revenue there's a lot more revenue in fresno and fresno's like i don't know how many people live there but it's it's like over a million in yeah. fresno county yeah then they got clovis the clovis area if, Clovis That's and Fresno are the same thing. Yeah, I mean, basically, so you know what I mean? Clovis like, got a lot of money. Uh, yeah, and Clovis is the rich. Or, if I move back to Fresno, I'm going to Clovis. Uh-huh. And so what made you kind of like, just uh, like end up, how'd you end up in Merced? Uh, LA too expensive. Oh, uh, so you were in LA for a little bit? No. That's where I wanted to go. Uh, That's probably where I'm going to end up going. LA or Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, Merced, you guys got some nice houses out here too. Yeah. Well, I like the area. It's kind of... It's a, it's a little, it's not the big city like Fresno, you know yeah. what I mean? And that's the reason why too. Like, yeah. It, it's kind of like, it's small, it's small, but it's like becoming like a nice area. Right. And it, I, I don't know, I just love the area of it. And that's why I ended up putting on for it so yeah. much, you know what I mean? And it's crazy that people in, in like Fresno, like you're saying like a podcast and stuff, don't reach out to you and stuff. Haven't been on one. Like I think it's a couple podcasts, but I'm not tripping. Yeah, no, but I mean, like, just because, but, like... But if I get bigger and they, it's going to be too late. Like, yeah, yeah. And when I was willing to, like, mm-hmm. that's crazy when I got to go all the way to a whole nother city and they already, like, fucking with me. Yeah, like, yeah, my, exactly. My own city wasn't... Mm-hmm. And I don't then know I, if it's a hate thing or what, like, I'm, but I'm trying to, like, help. Yeah, you know, I, and that, that's the thing when you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to repost, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, that's like... And people, some people, like, they come on and maybe that's not their attitude towards it. I mean, they're, like, they're okay with being on, but they're, like... Some people, I don't know how to explain it, but like me and my buddy Jimmy talk about it. Like sometimes like if you are are doing a craft and someone else is doing the craft, they almost don't want you to be better than them at the craft. That's what I was you know thinking I mean? too. And they have that, it's that, that thing where it's like, they don't want you to be better. But like all, like all of us, like we're always just like, hey, I want you to be, I want it's you to do It's called crabs in the barrel. That's what it's called. Oh, because they're all there. grabbing each other to bring them down, right? Bring them down, yeah. That's what, that's what they doing out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, I have. Like, I don't that. got that mindset because I, I feel like if you help somebody, you gonna get blessed. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, no. Exactly. And whatever you put out into the world yeah. is gonna come back at you. So like, it don't even bother me. It. it, it I think about it sometimes. Like, damn, Fresno. That's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> come on, Fresno. Yeah, come on. What man. is five five nine? Is that Fresno area code? Yeah. And I always forget that they're different than because I'm like two and nine or so two and nine is from like Merced to Stockton pretty much yeah, yeah, and yeah. all the way to Tracy so it's like a big area but I always like I forget that Fresno is like a different area code yeah. but it's a it's I, a whole different beast in itself honestly yeah I'm like yes. they, that that's like five or ten of Merced's like you know what I mean like combined <laughs> into one like I'm right. like they, like, I don't know. The, them houses in Atlanta be big and cheap mm-hmm. dude houses in other states though too like if you were to move to Idaho Nevada, or something like that. Nevada got some good. Oh, Nevada does too. They start well, to get expensive out here too, though. Nevada and the suburbs, like outside, or the suburbs of Vegas, they're actually like, well, I mean, compared to California, they're really cheap. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And that's like, where, I think that's where Mozzie moved. Like a lot of oh, rappers really? moved to Vegas. Yeah. Well, I don't blame them because they can, they're already by their shows. They don't have to travel to them. You right. know what I mean? Just, it's like how, I always feel bad though. If the people in Vegas who are like doing the, you know they're there five days a week doing shows. I'm like, you can't be happy. Like, I, like I know that. Like maybe <laughs> you not, are, but like bro, carrot like, top. You know what I mean? Like that type of stuff. Like, have you? Did you? Uh, you know, uh, Juice World. Yeah, yeah. Did you see that documentary? I didn't know see the documentary. No. Oh my god! It, it talks about uh, like his whole story or what? I guess they was record recording them like everywhere they go, like the last days before he died. Uh huh. Man, bro, he was doing so much drugs. And then he got freaked out that they were gonna. Charge him for like I having guess, guns on the, yeah, the jet or something like that. That's when he died. 
And he, he just took like a stupid amount of Zans or something like that, right? Probably. Like eight or something so. like that. I think so. But on the, on the show, he had like five Percocets in his mouth and like. I mean, you're already dabbling with yeah. death at that point. You know this what I mean? girl was on there snorting powder. I'm like, wow. You never <laughs> know what people going through. Ups and you're doing an upper and a downer. You know what I mean? That's freaking polar opposite. He was, he was a real life. Uh, he was living life like a rock star. Yeah. Yeah, but he was only nineteen. Do. He was real young. Dude, a lot of the I'm gonna. It's kind of weird because uh, my I have a nephew who's I think he's twelve, and like so he's like you know listening to the, like Juice World, Juice uh, World, yeah, and whoever else. But let's uh, it, their whole generation X, 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 X yeah, their whole generation like weirdly just listens to like dead rappers like like yeah. it's like that's who's popular right. and then i'm like hey you ever listen to mac miller i asked my like nephew because I, I love mac, mac miller, miller man. he's just just he another one that dude so sad that i was so sad yeah. when he passed away it just because it like he really grew with his music like if you listen like actually listen to his albums like his his last like uh not the two that came out since pa- he passed away but the two prior to that swimming and then divine feminine and those two are like really, really great albums, and it's just like he talks about everything that like he's going through. And yeah, it, same you know thing what I mean? with Juice for Like if you really listen to him, they they low key call, calling out for help. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people like yeah. that. like a Lincoln Park lead singer. It's like you remember Chester, uh, the Lincoln Park lead singer, ended up committing suicide a couple of years back. But uh, he, uh, it was like if you re- listen to any of Lincoln Park songs, okay, yeah, yeah, every yeah. single one sounds like he's calling out for help. Like yeah. every single song. And so it's just kind of wild, like when you look back at it, like you're like, damn. That's why they need to go talk to somebody because that, that's mental health issues mm-hmm. right there. Yeah, yeah. And then I, mean, I think it's cool that you're like open because you're talking about like, I need to go talk to a therapist or something like that. Just because like, uh, I think that, you know, they just have, they have a stigma that like something's wrong with you yeah. if you go talk to somebody or if that, and it's like, no, like we all need someone to talk to. Some people are just open with people and they can talk to anybody. Other people are reserved and they don't want to talk with their family and friends about That's whatever they're dealing. Yeah. Sometimes, but this is my therapy right here talking to you. Dude, I, I have enjoyed this conversation too. Yeah. It's like, a, it's been really interesting. And it's like, you're talking about, you know, the story that you had like in the book, but you're doing it in a way where it's like, you know, you know, you're not, maybe you are reliving it. Maybe you're just talking about it, but you, just like your book, you're reflecting on right. what you learned. And I think that's like, so many people can take like, like, so much away from that you know what i mean yeah that was my purpose right mm-hmm. there. yeah and that's what it's cool too like because uh, you you and dallas talked about it too but i just wanted to talk like i had questions about like every chapter i was like i just want to talk about like in depth yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and it's cool that you're so open about it because so, i mean sometimes you could write a book and then be like no that was my way of talking yeah, yeah. about it you know what i mean and i think but you doing this kind of shows you know the fact that you do have an audience it shows them that like hey like you got to be open or got just, to. yeah yeah don't hold it. Don't keep it bottled in. Exactly. I try. I tried bottling, keeping the stuff bottled in, but that didn't work for you either. Heck huh? no. Nah. Yeah, do not so, work at all. And then I mean, and so yeah, so you, I mean, you because you uh, talked about like all your mental illness. So what you have like, as you said, it's anxiety, depression, PTSD, PTSD, pretty much those three. And sometimes I don't like being around large crowds. That's crazy though, because man, I I could be somewhere in Vegas just chilling or like Atlanta. Every time and people run up to me, I'll be forgetting. <laughs> I'll be oh, forgetting. really? Well, and especially in like Las Vegas, like you're a little more at the place where the funniest thing, bro. I was on Fremont, I think, and some girl, like some girl ran up to me with her boyfriend. This dude was big as hell, <laughs> and she was like, "Can you take a picture for me?" Gave it to her boyfriend. I'm like, "Fuck!" Took it. He was mad too. I was you're like, like "Bro, I don't like I." I 
I just write funny videos, man. I'm not trying to. <laughs> he was mad. He was mad, bro. That's crazy. He was it did, mad. Does it like kind of blow your mind? Or like, jealousy. like you're saying you forget like when you walk places? I'll be forgetting like I make videos today. Y- like, yeah. <laughs> you that dude. I'm like, oh, yeah. So I uh, I substitute high school. That's also what I do. And so I'm a high school substitute teacher. And like uh, some of the kids like I've had on a couple of teachers that like I substitute for and stuff on my podcast. And then like slowly their students find out about it. And they're like, they, they like come to class like podcast guy. I'm like podcast guy, and like just they, it's just stuff like how that. Do, how do they know? Uh, just because like I've had their teacher on, and so their teacher okay. shared it with them and stuff. Oh. And then one of the classes though, I subbed like 20 times already this year or this year, and like I just sub with them all the time. And then, do they ever say stuff like put me on your podcast? Uh, yeah, well they were like oh you should put you should. They'd be like, you should have Bankroll Hayden on your podcast. I, like, I don't think you guys know like the yeah. my reach, but I appreciate you <laughs> thinking that I can just go ahead and have kids. anybody on. Yeah, exactly. And then, because it, it was like, at one point, th- these two kids are talking about Joe Rogan, and they're talking about podcasts, and they're like both the TAs, and they're talking about it like for 20 minutes in front of me. And normally, I'm like, I'm not going to promote my podcast to like, any of these kids, but like, they're talking about it so Jeez. much, I was like, hey, you guys, I got a podcast. If you guys want to check it out. And they're like, no way. And they're like looking at like my YouTube, and they're like, oh, you got Mr. Beardsley on? Which like, one of my best friends but they're like it's just so funny to me that like and that whole class though one of the classes found out that i, I did a podcast and they're like oh can we take pictures with you man and i'm like yeah, hey let's cute. just chill a little bit <laughs> like i was like this is like, you guys are more than welcome go subscribe to my youtube, YouTube yeah. channel I'm like that's like <laughs> but i have thought about like what if i had a qr code with me like, <laughs> put on the tight, board yeah. and then be like hey if you guys want to check out my podcast go, right go ahead YouTube. and then just get because i need to get one of those is it hard to get those a qr code yeah oh no dude i can help you out dude i need to get yeah one of those. qr code's easy like you can get it for free on Google, I think, but I ended up like I didn't know I had did a free trial one, and then it was like you have to pay. It was, but it was sixty bucks for a full year. So I'm like, so like my, my business card actually has it. So oh. like, uh, so then I just give that to people. Oh yeah, and then they just yeah, and then they just scan that, and it takes you to like my link tree, and so, yeah, so you, you can you find gotta, my. Inst- you teach me how to get one of these, dude. I got you. So yeah, I go straight to my like my pages. Yeah, exactly. And there's that other ones that people have that's like their phone case, and it like uh. You like hold it to the and then it instantly pops up. But I feel like that's at least this is like a little more like at least like they can click on it and go to it. Like okay, yeah, yeah. I didn't. Oh yeah, man. Thanks, man. Put me on that. Oh, of course, of course. Well, Terrell, hey, I appreciate you being here. I had a great conversation with you. I think that a lot of people, you know, could learn a lot and get a lot from this. So I just want to say thank you for sharing your story here on my podcast. Once I hit a certain, once I hit a million followers or something like that, come up, come back and celebrate. Oh, dude. You. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, man. So, hey, Sorry. I appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me, bro. Of course. This is it. Real talk. What not?